Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, episode number 96. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, comics, games, and any media in between. This is Agent the Masterful Dude of Dooliness, the face that runs a place, the host with the most and the most grandose co-hosts. It is I, the Bone King, and I, we are joined by... <laughs> it is I, James, Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. Hello, freaks. Heidi ho So for pride, we're getting real close. Dr. Rude, my uh, BDSM daddy, and I are sharing a mic. Could I just say- I Two dudes, one mic, what's up? I absolutely <laughs> love the fact that starting this episode, Adrian's like, so for pride. <laughs> I don't know. Just having that tone when we start was just beautiful. Agreed. But yes, uh, yes, everyone. We are hoping to do an all-stars. Of... What are you hoping to do? Well, I, we're, we're here. We're, we're doing going. it, George. We are... We're here. We're queer. No. Get, Get used, used to, to it. it. Yes. Yes, no, we are, we are actually going to do it. We're not going to try. We are going to do our all-stars LGBTQ plus characters do in media. Or do not. There is no try. That was definitely trying to do a Yoda impression. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. But yes, there are multiple ways to say LGBTQ, but we, we looked it up. This is the mo most streamlined method, okay? <laughs> right. We, we did our best, but yes, we're and hoping we gotta to do, do it that. for pride. For, you know, well, so for pride. <laughs> <laughs> But before we do that, let's go ahead and get into our recents. Uh, I have, like, no recents, but since the dude wasn't here last episode, you want to start us up? I was not, no. Um, start us up. So, I don't know if I can do corrections on, totally. on the episode I missed, because I listened to you guys. Oh, no, corrections of us? No, you yeah. can't. <laughs> I see, uh, you can correct Ned, yourself. But... Ned Beatty, who was Otis, was in Superman 1 and 2, Dr. Rude said 2 and 3. Oh wow. The orange Idiot. box was actually an orange box in Metal Gear Solid 2. You get it in the yeah. in the orange. I remember they you made a said reference. it's only from Valve. No, but it is a reference. No, you to said Valve. it's only from Valve. No, I was confused no, because you said <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'll save it for the MGS2 episode. That's fine. And uh the reason Bethesda didn't show more games at their E3, they didn't show Deathloop and Tokyo Ghostwire, the new Shinji Megami game. Oh, yeah. Um, those are coming to PlayStation. Actually, Deathloop is considered a PlayStation exclusive. But after that, yeah, Dr. Rude's right. I don't. There's no foreseeable future where Bethesda's going to go multi-plat again. Mm -hmm. Now, my recents. I saw Willy's Wonderland, the Nicolas Cage uh, Five Nights at Freddy oh, movies. Oh, right. Uh, guess what? Does not say a line of dialogue. What? Wait, what? Really? Doesn't say one word. That's pretty cool. By far the best like, acting performance I've seen him from you. Like he doesn't say a word of dialogue. He doesn't or there say is no dialogue in the movie. No, no, no. He doesn't say a word. Everyone else does. Everybody does oh. exposition. Everybody says any something to him. He doesn't even have a name. They just call him the janitor. I kind of like that. Like yeah, that's actually pretty good. This is super avant-garde, and I loved it. It's a good hour and a half. Really fun. I really liked some of the visuals there. Um, actually. Dr. Rude, I think you're going to really enjoy the fact that it's a little cabin in the woods-ish. Mm. Ooh, how fun. Where, where they kind of like poke fun at the whole sure. horror aspect of it. I'm down. Uh, and <laughs> Does it have an actual ending unlike that movie? Cabin in the Woods has an ending. Willie's Willie has well, an ending. We can ending. talk about it in a spoiler thing or something after. But like, it does technically, yes, have an ending. But I have a little critique on the ending of that movie. Okay. It's a great movie. 
Don't get it me wrong. It has a very definitive ending. Right. No, I get it, but that's kind of my point. Tune in for the Fan Freaks podcast <laughs> like, versus... Versus on Cabin in the Woods. No, it's anything, it's one of the most definitive endings no, in all of film. I get it, but... I, okay, let me let me rephrase. I don't mean it doesn't have an ending. It's not a satisfying ending for I moi. disagree. Okay. No, and that's what makes you and I so wonderful, James. We disagree mm-hmm. on almost everything. That's also not It's true. actually really... See, you even disagreed with that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, that's not true. <laughs> last time I was here, I was watching Twin Peaks season one. Right. Yes. Um, I've been sick so I've and been away from you guys, but I did finish season two. Mm-hmm. God, what a chore. Bone I King was right you. about that. I fucking warned you about that season, bro. So wait, does it get better after two? No. Yeah. Yes, it does wait. get better after season two. Okay, yeah, after season two. Yeah, yeah yes. that's what I yes. meant. So you got season one, Masterclass. Okay. Season two, whoo doggy. That's, uh... Well, up to episode seven, and then it just takes like a truck dive downward. Yeah. Really bad. Wait, and wait, then it... wait, wait. What is a truck dive, Bone King? You drive a truck and dive it. Uh-huh. I don't know how much more <laughs> right. I can describe this idea. Because of all the things that dive, a truck would not be first on my I list. Don't, maybe in my <laughs> mind, I think I want to dive into a trucker. I mean, it's totally oh, possible. I Bam! See. Brought it right back. Go For ahead. pride. For anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then the last two episodes of season two kind of like m- almost make up for it. Uh-huh. Then okay. I watched Fire Walk With Me, which yes. was a hard watch. Because it's very uncomfortable. Mm. I mean, did you like it? Yes. As a film, I was like, wow, this answers a couple of questions I didn't know I had. Uh And this gives me more questions that I didn't want. (laughs) Because Lynch doesn't answer anything that fucking pompous prick. Okay. Uh, He does, by the way. He answers things. But it's not the specific thing you want answered. Of course. Because how is that not pretentious? Because that's the point to continue the show. We'll talk about it when you finish the return, my friend. See, this is why I'm having an issue with it. Why? Because I think it's pretentious Mm -hmm. to have two seasons of a show, a movie, and then another season and still have questions. But it's almost like Mm. there was a point already established in the original show and the other things are supplementary material because that's what they are. But yet you're criticizing Cabin in the Woods for not having a satisfactory ending, but yet you're applauding Lynch for having an unsatisfactory ending. Okay. The thing is, is that I felt like the message and the actual, like, scene itself was better than the uh, the ending that I'm talking about that I can't talk about with Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that's They're, all right. You're a, you're a hypocrite. The, oh, my God. So Fire Walk With Me words. is really good. Look, he's all bitchy because we wanted to recommend this show, and then he's all like, what? I hated this part. It sucks. And I'm like, well, there, not every part is great. We warned you. We warned you. No, but you can take Wait, criticism, right? Who, right. Who is we? Uh, me and Paul. Oh, Paul I yeah, because we both have been recommending. Right, got it, got but it, got it. you guys should be able to take criticism. We are, but David Lynch, I, he's gonna hate me for oh, this. God. But David Lynch is the tool of film directors. That's not. God damn it, Adrian. You're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> no, because see, David Lynch doesn't use the same baseline in every song. No, oh. but I'm. <laughs> Oh, Angelo, I see now. I love Tool, but you have to admit, 10,000 Days, I love that album to death, but there is a very consistent theme with that bass. Yo, I see now why Angelo was on your list of composers. Yeah, because he's fucking amazing, yeah. He is. For Twin Peaks, for those who don't Um, know. James and I got a new game. Oh? 
And by that, I mean Adrian means he got a new game, and I'm a moocher. Ah, yes. <laughs> so it's uh, game Hood, Daddy Outlaws, succeeds. and Legends. Yes. Oh, that's out? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it fun. came out in it, May. It's been out for a little bit. Hmm. Came out late May. Uh, it's on sale on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But, of course, Bone King isn't going to get it on PlayStation. He's going to get it on PC. That is correct. Plays. Um, even though he has don't friend- shame, Don't shame but me. But it has crossplay. It does have crossplay. You can play from your PC with us. Okay, cool. Uh, and I still won't play. <laughs> but Dr. Rude. Wow, what a piece of shit. <laughs> fuck him. Uh, but Dr. Rude. Many have yes. tried. <laughs> For pride. Uh, For- <laughs> James. Jesus. All right, what's uh-huh. it? By that, I can't believe we have a hashtag this early in the show. But we're going hashtag For Pride. pride. Okay. Um, Thank you. Yes. Hood Outlaws and Legends. Yes. It's not easy, no. right? Because no, like, God, no. We we had a lot of difficult. First of all, uh, the game kept fucking you over on that starting tutorial. I don't know why multiplayer games now have a m- mandatory tutorial that you have and not to go just through. That. So the man. So I, I was having some internet problems yesterday, and um, but as a result, even the starting tutorial is network dependent. So every time my internet connection dropped, I had to start the tutorial over again. Isn't that fun? Isn't that oh, fun? I know it's fun because you guys forget about my first experience with Hunt. This happened to me with the Hunt. The tutorial is not online, though. But what happened, it didn't fully load and I was stuck in it. That's weird. I, I could. I think I even recorded because it was on the PS4, so mm-hmm. I actually recorded some of it. But that—that's something with modern day I've like yet multiplayer. To see you play hunt. That's not the focus of the conversation right now. Oh. The focus right now is that multiplayer games that are multiplayer centric seem to have this, where there's like a mandatory tutorial. Right. I guess to stop people from complaining about new people ruining the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or vets complaining about new people. Right. So, like, here's a tutorial yeah, you have but the, to do. The vets are unforgiving in this shit. Oh, no matter what We're game it is. Hood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we no matter what game We were getting donkey punch throughout the entire fucking game. I mean, uh, technically, I have a 50% win ratio, so I'll take that. Uh, right. Okay, I, okay. Was, I was getting L's all night. Because I played two games, and we won one and lost the other. So I um, would say the only game thing that I played that the, the veterans were not, like really hard was Outbreak. They're very easygoing and, and you know, mm. they want to teach you about the game that's dying. But continue. <laughs> uh, I also played Battlefield 5 because it's free on, on Plus. Nice. Wait, that, that's all we're saying about Hood? Well, I mean, do you... I'm sorry, was there some sort of, like... Well, we didn't really cape... talk about whether it was good or not. <laughs> we don't know done? yet. I mean, we played I mean, an hour and a it half. Has, it has potential. Mm. But the learning curve, I feel like, for each character is steep. One of the things I do want to point out is that they're giving us free content updates, kind of a la Hunt. Mm, yes. The problem is, one of our boys is very upset with Hunt Showdown. Okay. And he wants to quit the game and move on to something else. The meta in Hunt has significantly changed with mm-hmm. a recent update. Because they introduced explosive ammo a few updates ago. Okay. Uh, but it was pretty limited to single-shot rifles. Okay. Uh, they recently added it to a revolver. <laughs> a revolver that you can dual wield. And it's a revolver King. that you can deal dual wield. So the ability to spam explosive ammo has basically become the go-to meta now. But that's a game where like you need money to really get the more expensive, useful right. things. They and have you get money, money by killing people and winning. 
so people who are spamming explosive ammo can just keep that going. Oh, Jesus. Look, because also, again, because whenever you guys talk about Hunt, I'm, I have to bring up Dead by Daylight. There was a period where I left as well because of the meta. Right. People were literally going around unhooking each other and letting themselves die because they got more points for rescuing than actually surviving the match. Oh, so, wow. Like, people I didn't would, even know that was the thing. Yeah, people would literally, get, when someone get hooked, they'd run right over, unhook them, the killer would be right there, be like, what the fuck? Hit the guy down? Like, I don't care, I saved someone. But they changed Bullshit. that, right? In DBD? Wow. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, there's more perks to kind of make that shit a little bit better. Well, so, yeah. um, but James and I, we love Hunt, but still, maybe it's time to look for greener pastures. Well, there's that's, not that's a... That's you. I'm still all on board the Hunt train. You know what? Let let the close-minded have their thoughts. But there are, there's no greener pasture than that of Dead by Daylight, my friend. Oh, and now I've tried. I've Evil tried. Chapter, I've tried. I can't get into it. Well, bro. you could try and try again. Get yourself Why don't you try, try and try again, again Hunt, then? I, I will. Who's to say I won't? See, that's the difference between you and I, the dude. You outwardly reject. I keep things nebulous. <laughs> yeah, I'm honest. You never... I'm honest. I'm honest. I'm honest that I for have no pride. idea. That's all for, for pride. <laughs> anyway, what else you got? Uh, So Battlefield Five. it's a Battlefield game, but it actually feels really good. I'm just a little <laughs> pissed. That they don't include the Russian sniper rifle and the American sniper rifle. Mazin Nagant. Mazin Nagant. Yeah. And the Springfield, the M1903. Why aren't you proud of me? I'm very proud of I you. I never remember gun names. Yeah, that's... No, you remember gun game... gun names when they're a reference. Right. Like Killer7 and shit. Sure. Just like how that one's in Metal Gear. <laughs> so that's how I know it. <laughs> but still, like, that pisses me the fuck off. I get it. Um... I watched some YouTube. Oh. Because that's what you do sometimes. I know that's what um, I do. I needed a break from Twin Peaks because you can't binge Twin Peaks. There's there's shit you can binge, but Twin Peaks will fucking melt your brain. There's some parts where if you're really in it for a while, you'll get morose and somber for a bit. and it's Dude, like- I was like... <laughs> I felt like I was Bojack for a little bit. I, I started looking at the bottle of bourbon. And I'm like, that looks like a good idea right now. <laughs> oh, at my God. PM. Uh, so I watched Ralph the Movie Maker review Nostalgia Critic. Oh, the wall? Oh no, God. no. Nostalgia Critics to Boldly Flee and Pop Quiz Hotshot. I didn't know Nostalgia Critic made his own show. Oh, uh, his own game show. Sorry. Oh, it's so much worse than that. It is ahead. fucking bad. Well, I never liked NC. I was always more of an angry video game nerd kind of guy. Spoony. Really? You like I Spoony? love Spoony, but the poor guy hates himself right now. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that, but I, he was my favorite content creator back then. But whatever. Continue right. your thought. No, no, no. I just I love Ralph and I love just. Anybody taking a shit on Doug Walker. So down there, <laughs> I actually have a signed copy of To Boldly Flee. Nice. Why? I, it has a Nostalgia Critic signature. I don't know if I got the others, but that's the whole thing. When I it's bought it. It's a three and a half hour movie. I know. And it, I, it actually has some funny jokes, but it has some really bad ones too. But regardless of that, my point is that when, when I bought it, it said a signed copy. And I thought everyone would sign it because it's, you know, an all-star film and they were all, already were together. It's just Doug. Piece of shit. Wow. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. For Pop right. Quiz Hotshot, I wanted to bring this up to you. One of the shittiest jokes I've ever heard uh-huh. was they do little games in the start of the show. Yes. And, oh, look at the bottom of Robert Downey Jr.'s Coke bucket. 
for his career. Like, you have to dig through sugar, and it's just a, a picture of Robert Downey Jr., and it's Coke. Well, like, really, that's, bro? That's, like, that's, that is no, fucked It's, it's up. in bad taste, but here's the best part. That that's, show's budget is way bigger than what is actually being seen. Meaning they took the money from the Kickstarter and did something else with it. Yeah, they took like ninety grand. Mountains of Coke. Mountain. Yes. Where do you think Actual they got all the Coke, Coke from? Actual yes. Coke. Um, and I want to thank Break the Bone free. King. Oh, Resi Three Nemesis Seamless HD. That is correct, my friend. It's so fucking good what i'm so glad that so, i could show you so, uh, god's he, everlasting glory he gave me access to an emulator he gave me access whoa, whoa, to whoa 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 <laughs> careful what we're saying what i gave you access to let's just say i have tuned him on to resident evil 3 the seamless hd mod which is a thing online uh -huh. where they basically rescaled the background images the static backgrounds uh -huh. so now that they are hd yeah, but also for Resident Evil three, not three, two maybe. and three. Yeah, the originals. the originals. Yeah, the originals. Yeah, the original yes. PS ones. Got it. It looks great. You can actually well, yeah. read what's on the background. Cool. Yeah, well, because those pre-rendered backgrounds they get really digitized, you know. And even if you were to play them on an emulator and rescale them, they just stretch the pre-rendered yeah, image. Oh, exactly. also so. all the textures for all the icons in the inventory. That's cool. Everything in and the, the inventory. Text. It's like it's, and he, you have a piece of news. I, I do. About I, the, I do. But yeah, I, about Resident Evil 3 uh, or OG. Somebody's modding it to include from 3Make. That's, I mean, that's not really to news. To include what from 3Make? Okay. A shitload more zombies so, and movable um, uh, dodges Okay. in the OG. Ooh, I like that. What, what the dude is talking about is the Resident Evil 3 overhaul mod, which has been around for about six years. No, wait. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The Resident Evil 2 one has been around for two years. This one's been around for like a half a year, if not a little bit more. Yeah, because it's taken from 3Make. Right, right. So They even bad. put her own her I, costume from 3Make in there. I over-exaggerated. But yeah, someone took the original Resident Evil 3 game and modded her costume to be the remake's costume and Got added it. a whole bunch of different features. Okay. This is an overhaul mod. It's been around for a while, but yeah, check it out. It's fucking amazing. They, By the way, uh, they also did one for two. Oh, I didn't know that. It's called Mortal Knight. And basically, uh, I hate the name. Look, I'm not the one who makes these names, but what I will tell you is that it's Claire and Leon in their remake costumes, and they add stuff from the remakes. And uh, that's about it for my recents. What about your uh, mods? Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Well, I'm just letting. I'm just saying. On top of me showing him Resident Evil 3 HD seamless. Oh or whatever, yeah, mods for Resi One remake and Resi Zero. Well, Doctor Root, I'm sure you've already modded Fallout. Like, I tripled the file size of that game. I know. I, this is why I say it. I know you have. But um, I'm just saying, like, I finally showed the dude how yes. to work a mod manager. Mm. And that was the, the process of that. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. I did not enjoy your snippiness as a teacher. Because it's like... I'm now, sick. Now press you back. He, you hear? Press back. And he's like looking under in the toolbar, looking above here. I'm like, yeah, just, I'm just fucking back. coughing and sneezing like a fucking asshole because I'm fucking dying. Uh -huh. But you're just making fun of me. <laughs> I, I don't know how this is any different than usual, though. Fuck you. Oh, wait, for love. For pride. Who's next on the recent? <laughs> wow, George. What's next? All right, I can go next if you want. Sure. I'll okay. finish this off. All right. Oh, will you? Nice. Uh -huh. For pride. pride. No, I was I was going to, but I was actually going to show You don't restraint. deserve it now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyway, moving forward. 
Um, this is the wrong page. My apologies, guys. All right, here we go. So, uh, I really don't have a lot of recents. Okay. Um, I kind of was really busy doing some other stuff, but uh, I beat Stranded Deep, which was that game about yes. being a castaway. You platinumed it? I am one trophy away from platinuming it. The don't look at your compass? Don't look at your compass achievement, which I feel like an asshole because I had no idea it was an achievement until I fucking but was, you're, already looked at you it. But you are going to platinum it. You but like the game that much. Yeah, and, and I honestly think I can escape the island fairly quickly now that I know what I'm doing. Because before, I had no idea. But here's the thing. This is spoilers for Stranded Deep. Not a lot of fucking narrative elements here, so I kind of feel comfortable spoiling it. The beginning of the game is you are in a plane, like an airplane with passengers. Mm -hmm. Tom yes. Hanks, Castaway. Right. And something slams into your plane and right. you crash. And you get on your raft and you start surviving. J I see James has already put it together in his head. I see it. But, like, you start making your raft and then you find an escape plane on one of the islands. You uh -huh. build that escape plane and then you can escape the islands and beat the game. Yes. But when you beat the game, it shows that when you're in that plane, you run into a passenger plane. Which starts the whole thing uh -huh. over. Fuck off. So I kind of thought maybe like my plane would crash and that's New Game Plus and I'd be the same person. I like this a lot worse. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I think this is a worse way to handle it because now my character could never survive. This is also like the third survival game that starts with a plane crash. Well, yeah. This also sounds a shitload like Lost. And Bioshock. Yes. And, like, a whole bunch of other games that started with this. It's, Bioshock it's, doesn't it start is. with a plane crash. Yeah, it does. It does. The first one. The first one does. Oh, it is a plane crash. It right. is a plane yeah, crash, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, either way, it's, like, one, yeah. it's just, it's a stranded trope. And, honestly, I thought it was interesting. But, like, once you get over the one quirk, it's like, god damn it, fine, whatever. Moving on. Um, DBD. So, we got to talk about DBD. I've been playing the fuck out of the Resident Evil Dead by Daylight oh, chapter, if I said last week. I am trying to build up my fucking player level, which is not something I'm used to. I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. Do you like playing as Nemi? I've not played as Nemi once. You have not played as Nemesis? Nope. Fuck you. I am terrified to play as new killers. Wh why? Okay, as I've mentioned when we talked about Resident Evil Village, you know when Moreau is like, no, please, let me kill you. That's me as a killer. Like, <laughs> I get so embarrassed if I don't kill anyone. I'm like, oh, I didn't give anyone a good game. I was so, oh, fuck this. I'm done. So you're, I like to play Survivor. Get, you, you, Performance anxiety. No. To the max. No. For real. With killer, you get mech. And, and streaming it? Are you kidding? So, like, I'm like, all right, I'll do my best. And usually I do pretty okay as Pig, but no one else. I'm just terrible as anybody else except Even Pig Pyramid and Head? I'm... I am so bad as Pyramid Head, it bothers me. I love Pyramid Head, but you know what? I can't play him worth a shit, so I'll play Pig and I'll play Legion. They're the only two people that I seem to be okay with. Oh, fuck. Man. Regardless of that, I didn't even want to talk that, is but that's... Pig the Butcher from Hunt? No, P Pig <laughs> is uh, Jigsaw from Saw. Oh. With the pig mask and all oh, wait, that. Wait, is it actually him? It, it, no, it's Amanda. Oh, okay. Which is... I but wait, mean, so is it actually from the Saw It's franchise? from oh, Saw, because okay. Detective Tap is there, too. Oh, it's fun. Um, it. Anyway, he was my main before Jill. Anyway, so I want to talk about Dead by Daylight, because as I mentioned before, this new chapter has actually been causing some problems. Uh, it You mentioned this last week. Yeah, there's a couple of issues. But this happens with every update for DVD, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's issues in terms of lagging and maybe the game crashing, but there's never been like a map being broken. And there's never the been... The Raccoon Police Department? The police department is broken as of right now. You can only do it and play with friends right now. But it was, like, unavailable for the longest time. And then on top of that, another stage got broken, the Temple of Purgatory, which is was already a thing before, but that new edition what's, of RPD broke of it. It was the purges, or the, the, the plagues um, level, where it's just, like, a temple. 
But, oh, all right. But somehow that got destroyed somehow with the Resident Evil chapters, so they're still trying to get that working. But that's not even what I'm going to talk about, because with all this shit going on, they've actually had a couple of fucking controversies. What? Yeah, I know, right? So I thought I'd talk about him for a second. Such a harmless multiplayer having controversy. No, they do some skeezy shit sometimes. Like, for example, whenever they do an anniversary, they have this thing that's a cake item that uh, that multiplies how many blood points you get at the end of the match. Uh-huh. In the previous years, if multiple people put in the cake, the birthday cake slice, it would stack. Oh. So this year, they've decided, no, they will not stack. And people are like, what the fuck? Because that's how we would get most of our blood points. So I don't know if that's And you need that... blood points to get all the, the good stuff, right? Well, to get levels. And if you want to actually start building your characters and trying new things, then yeah. It actively re- like doesn't promote gameplay. You know what I mean? To Ooh. not have more blood points. Regardless, this may be something they change in the future. But here's something I want to talk with you guys about. Linked sets. What's linked sets? So when you buy a cosmetic, you have Link from Breath of the Wild and Link from Ocarina of Time. No, no, it's when you somehow get the Link DLC in Mario Tennis. Got it. Oh, Link set match. Got it. Got it. Anyway, no. So like for example, there are legacy outfits that are like, or or like more premium outfits that are cosmetics that are linked. You mm-hmm. there's a headpiece, a body piece, and a leg piece. You have to wear all. But three. you have to wear all three with these specific sets. Now with Leon and Jill. So it's like an outfit as opposed to individual sets. Correct. Now, normally, I think there's no harm in just letting us mix and match the outfits. I mean, we already bought them. But for Leon and and Jill, specifically Leon, he has his RE4 outfit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The jacket. The jacket and all that. But what people were doing is they noticed that the hair was barely any different. Like, from RE4 to RE2 Leon. So people would, would just... This is before it was a linked set. It wasn't. It was just separate pieces. So people bought the jacket and nothing else. So they actively patched it so where it is now oh, a fuck fucking you. linked set. Oh, that fuck sucks. You. It is really bullshit because they knew people weren't going to buy the hair because it isn't that much it's of a It's like Carlos's difference. hair in, re- in 3Make. No, that's, that's a noticeable difference. That's a huge difference. From but like, that's all it changes. It's just the hair. No, but you have to understand, it's like an inch of bangs for Leon. That's the difference. Same thing with Jill. Wow. Really? So, yeah. So, like, I don't get the point why I can't mix and match. Plus, that thing, Leon Redfield, that I made, yes. they patched it, so now I can't do it anymore. Aw. It's really fucking bullshit. Not only that, they reset all of my cosmetics. What do you mean, reset? How do you like, reset you a cosmetic? No, I have or? them, thankfully, but they're all unequipped. All my loadouts, oh, all my customizations, they're gotcha. all fucking reset. So you have to do all of that over uh, again. Admittedly, not a pain in the ass. Well, it's not hard, but it is a pain in the ass. It's like, fuck, man, I had all this shit said. I had loadouts for everyone. Yeah. Now I got to fucking remember them. Anyway, though, that's my fucking recents because that's really all I can say. Dead is by that, Daylight's having a rough trip. Is that trip. it? Uh, yeah, Dead by Daylight's having a rough trip. It's kind of all I got right now. You know, there's a game called Hunt that your friends are playing. Mm, that's right. Uh, does, wait, does Hunt have crossplay by chance? Uh, not with PC. Not with fuck. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter. Mm. Yeah, PC would. would wreck. Console. I would, but that's another thing on why I haven't been so into Hunt. I'm not a big FPS guy, so that's why I've never jumped so much in. But I could what take an invitation. You spent two months. You t- you spent two months on Halo. Yeah, and I sucked. But you yeah, should. but you played by yourself. <laughs> play with your friends. You I should be play a big by friends guy, George. I was with my friends, but I'm just saying is I, I wouldn't. I could take an invite. Maybe I will join one uh-huh. of these days. Just invite. I'm literally playing every night. That's I know. 
But that oh, doesn't have anything see, to do with me. See, I know. I just don't want to play with you. No, it's because I haven't received invitation. I've you I, I, no. You actually have to like message him. Hey, want to play hunt? Why? And he'll say? tell you, uh, I'm about to go to sleep. Uh, no, my roommate's sleeping in the next in the room no, next door. Those are uh, all legit. No, I'm streaming. Nah, I don't feel good. Those are uh, all legit. Maybe. Okay. Give me an hour. But do okay. I not though? Okay, but do I not actually do it when I can? I See, there you, you go. Once. Okay, and I'll work on it. Okay, this is a long segment on Hunt. Uh -huh. Let us continue. That is all I got for recents. What do you got, Dr. Rude? So, my life has been consumed by this little dude on my wrist. Bro, if I had a nickel every time. Up to the wrist? Jesus. Yeah, yeah I got creative. Uh, I talked about <laughs> it pride. No! Oh, my God. No, you can't do it on that one. I talked about it last week, but I got my best friend got me the Digimon Vital Bracelet. Uh-huh. Which is the newest uh, virtual pet from Bandai. Mm -hmm. um, and it's still all in Japanese, which is very frustrating. Uh, but the app has come out on the U.S. Google uh, app stores, or the U.S. app stores, so iOS and Android. Is it which, translated? No. Oh, okay. But that does mean, though, that when the translation does come out, it'll automatically update, which is nice. I don't have to sit there and, like... like Search for news for when the U.S. update comes out. That's interesting. Final Fantasy would have just left that shit. Global's coming out whenever the translation's uh -huh. done. Like, fuck you. But go ahead. So, uh, but yeah, it's been consumed by this because I didn't realize how much the app uh, really expands on the experience. Because you can only have two Digimon on the watch. Okay. But you can store the rest of the Digimon in the app in yeah. Freezers. In Freezers? Yeah. Um, but then also, you can actually participate in arena and raid battles on the phone. I have a question. Yes. Are Digimon sentient? Yes. And you're putting them in freezers? Yeah, they're like cryostasis. So you're basically treating them as perishables. What? Perishables. I mean, sure. Okay. I just, I just want, I want everyone to know that Dr. Rude finds his Digimon as perishables. Uh-huh, yeah. Expendable, even. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, actually, no, quite the contrary. I'm running into a big problem in the game where okay. I am inevitably going to run out of freezers <laughs> because I refuse to delete Digimon. Hmm. Running out of freezers? That Yeah, Leather Leatherface had that same problem, no, my friend. No, but listen, like, this means that, like, like, every time I start a new Digimon, like, you're given one freezer per each card that you, like, each card gives you a new Digimon. And then that card gives you one freezer. But that means that I can't get multiple evolutions of that same Digimon because I can't store them all. See, but that's why I don't like apps and stuff like that. They don't, they're doing that on purpose, my I friend. I know, because the only way to get freezers is to rank highly in the raids. <sighs> okay. And that's really sucky. But um, I, I, nonetheless, I'm enjoying my experience. Um, this sounds like a more convoluted Pokemon Go. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't, it, I don't think it's more complicated. No, but at all. Pokemon Go has incubators and eggs. It has yeah. like a similar idea, and you get more advanced incubators as you get further yeah. on. So it does. But here's the thing I have to say about that. Yes. I've actually been thinking about stopping my gotcha games. Okay. Because I feel well, this like this isn't a gotcha game though. Oh well, then oh because you actually have to play in the arena to get the freezer. It's not drawing the freezer. Right. Okay. I'm just saying I have a because there's no end game. There's no completion. Well, I you mean, know? the completion to this is raising your Digimon. I mean, you, you know. Sure, sure. I get it. Because there's two components. This part, the watch, is where you do all of their leveling. Uh -huh. And then presumably, once you get them to the ultimate or uh, to the to the ultimate or... To or, gun mode, yes. Yes. No, <laughs> gun mode starts at adult. 
That's uh, oh, oh oh it goes even beyond gun mode. Yeah shit. yeah. Once you get past adult, that's where you get into like wings and armor, and everyone's a sexy dude or a sexy chick. Mode. The celestial beings like, arrive. Everyone becomes hot after like the adult phase. It's Do they have insane. a bear Digimon? Yeah, there's so many. I know there's furry ones, but are is there a human bear one? Like sure Angelmon and Angelwoman. Demi Angelwoman and there's so many. We'll fucking, get there. We'll anyway, get there. Uh, but the point is, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, like the dude mentioned, we played uh, Hood. I, I gave my two cents on that already. Nice. Um, I am still playing through uh, It Takes Two with Misfortune. Ah. It's such a fun game, man. Did you did you have any idea? Because we, we talked about this previously. Does it look like there's multiple endings or no? I still don't know yet. Fuck, I really think that game... It. Correct, I haven't finished it. That I, game would be a lot better if it did. I still don't think so. Ah, uh, it definitely really seems cool. like it's headed to because there's no real decisions you can make throughout the game. No, but I figured that it would be grading you and your partner based on how well you work together. And but then... that's just it. Like there is no way to grade that because you either succeed or don't. Right, and if you if it takes longer for you to succeed or something like there was see a... like a multiple yeah. ending based on something like that would really frustrate me because like what if your partner just doesn't play video games as often. Then looks like you two are just better off as friends. I mean, if she's not a gamer. Wow. <laughs> no, like, dude, like, look, I've spent dick. an uncomfortable. I'm around. Relax. <laughs> I've spent like an uncomfortable amount of hours playing platformers. Mm. Like, really, me and platforming, I got that shit down. Uh huh. JoJo, not so much. So any platforming sections in the game, I kind of speed ahead of her. That's because, like, I'm used to that kind of timing and movement and stuff like yes, that. Yes, we know you're better than your girlfriend. I understand. <laughs> that is that is not the opinion of management, actually. Um, but, so that's so why I would feel really shitty if multiple endings were based on something like that. You guys have been to the arcade, right? Yeah. There was an arcade shooter game where you're, like, in a paddle boat. Yes. And you work. That's what I kind of thought it would be like. And it does uh -huh. rank depending on how well you shoot together. Right. So I thought it would be something like that. You don't shoot in the paddle boat one. No, you shoot. No, you don't. There's a there is one because oh, you're supposed to line up your your um what arrow is not the word. What's crosshair. it called? Crosshair. Crosshair. You're supposed to like pair up your crosshairs and you get bonus points for doing that. Oh, then I don't remember. I'll, we might be talking about two I, different ones. Yeah, because yeah. the one I'm talking about is one where you actually have an oar. Oh no, that's a different one. And you're yeah, so, and you have to actually row the fucking boat. But arcade games did this. Is my whole point. Okay. So I thought that'd be cute. But anyway. 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 Um. What other? What else do I have for reasons? Um. Uh, honestly, I think that's. Kinda it. Loki. Oh, well, yeah. We're still watching oh, Loki. so did I. Uh, but I'm actually still behind an episode because uh, Misfortune and I didn't get a chance to watch yesterday. I saw it. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I will say uh, it's it's not I as heard fun. that yesterday's episode was more of a filler episode. Very, yeah. I didn't um, want to say it, say it, but yeah. Hey, kinda. the dude. Are you watching Loki? No. No? How so come? <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Why is that? Why? What? News uh, to all of you, but Owen Wilson has been confirmed to not say the word wow, <laughs> and I refuse to watch that it. That can't be right. He's not going to say it. That they can't they be confirmed right. it. Kevin Feige confirmed it. That's That can't be right because I'm pretty sure by the moment he looks at Loki for the first time, he goes, wow, already, just from like, wow, you're the no, god or whatever. No, no, he didn't say it. No. No, your I'm, brain I'm, just automatically you, filled that in. I think that's no, what I'm, that I'm was. I'm not watching it. I, I need Owen Wilson to say wow. He doesn't want to say it. I don't care what right, he wants. Look, wow. when, when Loki is released on DVD, 
I will, wow. I will, I will create the fucking dude cut, and I will take a fucking, <laughs> I will take a sample from another movie where he says "wow" and just put it in random like eighty yard scenes, like just right any time like the camera cuts away from him. Yes, just, wow. He, whenever he leaves the table, or from behind, and you think you're just a variant, wow. and he gets up. Wow, <laughs> it's a really quick one when he's off screen. God damn it. Anyway, but that Loki is fun though. It's a good show. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun show. The last episode wasn't the best. All right. Noted. I figured. But Fair how many episodes is it going to be? Oh. I don't, I, this isn't big <laughs> enough to put in my news, but I think it's interesting. Tara, uh, Tara Strong, the voice actress for Miss Minutes, sure. has specifically said that there's a lot more about Miss Minutes that we don't know about yet. Which I, is really interesting. For how me. much I, I like to think that's just Tara Strong being like, no, guys, I'm important. Hold on. <laughs> no, there's a lot more. It's like, but probably, no doubt, there is. I mean, it's Tara Strong. Yeah, you don't okay get that level of voice actor yeah. for, for a fucking throwaway role. For just a role. bit clock. Yeah. Uh, Loki's going to have six episodes. Yeah. Oh, they did confirm something about Loki in this episode. I know. Yeah. His, uh, his, his, actually, it's relevant yeah, to actually, the, yeah, his for orientation. Pride. Uh, for Pride, Pride, yeah. Yeah. And, oh boy, the online comments. <laughs> Not one mentioning a horse. Uh. <laughs> so I, so I got into an argument with somebody who's like, oh, but it didn't happen in the MCU. And like, fuck you, doesn't matter. It's part of his character. It's it's a joke. Relax. It's anyway. a comic book franchise. Like also, I have an issue with I guess your review of Loki from last week. Okay. Uh you said you actually liked it where that he doesn't have his powers. Right. Like right. he starts off losing yeah. the powers very to God start of, the show. Very God of War. Because that happens in literally every game. No, see, I don't agree. Wait, isn't that not true in God of War? Doesn't he keep some of the things from no, the previous game? No, he loses it at the start of every game. Oh. No, you start the game with your full power set, and then you lose it after an event. Which okay. is literally in the first five minutes of this, Loki gets neutered. Right. Right, but we've already seen probably the limits of his powers but, but throughout. But that's his argument, though. Already but all of his movies. I understood but his he, argument. He, but the, he's never had a movie. It's he, not, does he deserve no, guys, one? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. This is it. But Stop. The point, no, hold on. Okay. But this is his show. Okay, but... This is a character that's already been dead, and they brought it back. But I, it's not the same character, so you have this completely guys, new thing. I can clarify what the problem is here. I'm just, let me help. Let me help. Uh -huh. I'm just saying his point is that in the Loki TV show, it does not show his strength in the show. Right. Like in Final Fantasy 15, how they made you go look at King's Tale and the other shit. Like... That wasn't in the show, and that's his argument. Right. I agree with that. They should have maybe had something to establish his strength, not just depend on you watching Avengers. Which I I agree with you. You when you watch Avengers, they've already set that up, but you have to have watched Avengers. Yeah, but also at this point, you've already seen most of the MCU. You, this can't be your first thing. Because you've already had FOMO for so long. Okay. This is this has been going like 15 years. It's just, if you're judging it that's, on its own, that's why. If you were to judge it on its own, it probably would fall hollow. Which is his point. More, more often than not, <laughs> most of this MCU stuff requires ancillary watching. See, I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it gives you a pretty good idea of what happened. Like no, you, pull, no, but it but makes you it know better. You need to know about the blip and But that that's just it. Thing. They explain the blip in the show. Sure, sure. But my point is, you, from the beginning, you know exactly who you've got when you meet Falcon, and you know exactly who you've got when you meet Bucky. Like, they are themselves. 
Right, but we're not getting a like you're you're not. St- it would be like if Falcon and the Winter Soldier started off with Falcon without his wings. Uh huh. Spoiler. I, I didn't say that happened, <laughs> motherfucker. You're spoiling it. Uh, maybe not. Ooh, uh-huh. mystery. But and I get your point. I'm just saying. That's all. You, I'm just refuting the dude here. I'm refuting you, sir. A, I, a piece should be able to stand on its own. Sure. Yes, but the MCU can't. I don't think that's true. Oh, I, okay. I highly disagree. In anyway. effort to save the runtime, what else have we got for news? Were you on news or on recents? No, we were, that was the end of my recents. Okay, recents. So I can go and start us off on news. How many news do you have? Quite a bit. Okay, I have how two. Many, I have one. Beat both of you. Let me go. For, I figure quickest gets out of the way first. Yeah? I, okay. okay fine. All right, really quick. I only have one. And I it's, just thought we always did. Okay, it's fine. It's it's okay. Uh huh. You're gonna no. like you're gonna like this. Okay. Scooby Doo. Uh-huh. And Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. Having a, a work together. And Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard is back as Shaggy, so I oh. will be watching it. Okay. It's just you said that before that if Matthew Lillard doesn't play him, you wouldn't watch it. Correct. But you know that Shaggy has had multiple voice actors. I know, but he specifically got fucked over for Scoob. Like he found out he wasn't playing Shaggy in Scoob when they announced Scoob. Okay. It's amazing how your knee makes both monitors move. Sorry. It's it's like it's a powerful knee. It's like yeah, David, I gotta I gotta fucking tell you. No, <laughs> keep it there. <laughs> They're sitting so close together. You're hearing the whispers between them right now. <laughs> anyway, but any but yeah, Shaggy's had other voice actors, and I didn't know about that as well. Agreed. It's like a David Hayter situation where it's yes. like, oh, I didn't even know Snake was being voice acted by someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I get that. And that's the problem is that like the dude has literally wrecked his throat. In in the effort to play Shaggy for all these years, Adrian played the dude, and they didn't. Or wait, Wilkes uh, played Shaggy, and they didn't even have him audition for the role. Mm. So like, like scoop, like they didn't have, like they didn't have him come in for it or anything. They, they just straight up said, over. "We're not doing Matthew Lillard for this." Like Zoic scoop, they really fucked me over. All right. Well, fuck you. His is, his is better than mine. I thought that was a request. We're not going through the wheel of Shaggy impressions. Oh, by the way, Matthew Lillard is in Twin Peaks The Return. Oh, is he, he is. really? Yes, yeah, he is. He, uh, oh, He's in funny. The Return, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Matthew Lillard back Pesci. as Shaggy. I'll watch it. Wait, what? No, no, no. The other guy. Joe Pesci? Not in? Joe Pesci. No, there's one guy from Sopranos is in there. All right, I'll get we'll to get it. We'll get there. Yeah, sorry. It. Go ahead. Uh... No, that's it. You were saying. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Scooby-Doo Courage. So my childhood self would be flipping a shit right now. Oh, yeah. Like, this is my favorite childhood favorite heroes kind of working together. And this is not really in an oversaturated, like, like they don't really. Scooby-Doo has gone through so many different versions yes. of itself. I feel like it knows how to handle a crossover and do it well. And we've seen it do it with, like, WWE, Supernatural. I was actually gonna bring up Supernatural. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, so they're used to this, and and I feel as though even if it wasn't Matthew Lillard on in the role, provided I didn't know about that with Scoob, but like even in the past, they've been able to make Shaggy written well as a character and do that well. So I would have had faith with how they write him anyway. My question is making Courage talk more often. He does talk, but he always used to talk to himself. So I didn't really know. No, he talks to Muriel and uh, and. Enos? No, Eustace. Eustace. Eustace, thank you. I, he talk, but they just don't hear him. That's my whole point, is that is it's it something like, they understand? It's like Stewie on Family Guy. But the thing is, is that other people can hear Courage. Right. All the other weird people that he runs into well, can understand him. That's it's weird. That's what calls, like, uh, like, that's what puts some weight in the theory that, sure. like, the monsters aren't really monsters. They're, I hate that, No, okay. I, this one's one of the ones that I, I, I kind of get. 
So the reason he lives in the middle of nowhere is because he's only ever been to his farm. Like, it's not like, like, it, it, basically, it's the world through the eyes of a dog. But he's been to other places in the not show. Really. Like, he went to the fucking Himalayas when I he know. went into Doc Gerbil's world. Like, but did he? Is the question. But oh the, no! But no, no, no. That was that Courage matter. a cowardly dog in a coma. <laughs> no, it's not that it was a coma. But like, for example, like the big scary spider monsters uh-huh. might actually just be spiders. But to the eyes of a dog, they become these terrible and creatures. Da- and cats. What? The the character cats. Yeah. He's a legit character. He's not just like... But is he or is oh he just boy. a dog demonizing a cat? I'm telling you right now, I don't like this theory. Why? But what I, I'm telling you right now, I like the idea of Courage actually dealing with these monsters. It's a cartoon. I get it, but this like, is also like an interesting idea in like the like how the world looks. Sure, okay, but, okay, but like, where is Courage's pyramid head? Oh, his <laughs> representation of guilt? <laughs> yeah. I didn't save me. Like, I don't know. That was pretty good. Well, thanks. The things I do for love. I fucking love Courage. Yeah, I love him to death. So I'm excited. This is a really good team. That's it for your news? Yeah. Good good shit. That's all I got. So I just read uh, Jensen Ackles is producing a supernatural prequel series called The Winchesters. This is going to be the third time <gasps> I think they tried to do a spinoff of the show. There was the, the monster crime families. And what was the other one? Uh, the daughters, the the daughters of the sheriff, Sheriff Jody Mills. Oh, did they try to do a spinoff? Yeah, oh, they had a backdoor pilot of of them in one of the seasons, just like they did a backdoor pilot oh, for the monster, the monsters, the monster mm. crime family. So, uh, sorry, go ahead. A prequel of the brothers with him narrating. Wait, with Jensen so Ericle, a prequel to Supernatural? So it's called Natural. Bam <laughs> <laughs> No, it's called the Winchesters, and presumably it's going to be them when they were young, like still with dad. And all that stuff. I and don't know. I, I could not tell you how little I care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm starting to think of Nintendo naming conventions. So, like, if there was a sequel series, it'd be the new Supernatural. <laughs> Got it. Featuring Dante from Double Way Cry. And Knuckles. Um, in other news, um, I don't like the direction the Spider-Man comics are going in. I thought uh, you were liking them. And now I don't again. Oh, because they change writer, though. They have, and it looks like they're leading towards Peter Parker dying again. To be fair, I just remembered, fucking Logan came back from death uh-huh. recently. Like, yeah. I think six months ago. Uh-huh. So maybe they just don't want Wolverine and Peter Parker to exist in the same universe anymore. <laughs> maybe. I kind of have a curious question, and maybe yes. this could be a question of the week. What? Which, and we could do it for DC and Marvel if you want, which Avenger has had the most canonical deaths? Oh, that's You know what I mean? That's probably Logan, honestly. Yeah. Oh, wait, damn. That's probably Logan. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. I can count three off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, I thought that'd be a curious question with how many times. Are you going to allow us to... to count Elseworlds? Totally. I, I want to know how oh, many times have you five, written Logan, the character. By, by a landslide, five. Because uh, Peter has to have died a few times. Yes, no. Peter's no, died. He's, well, no, he's only died once in 616. And then Ultimate. he actually died. Like, legit did not come back uh, when he died in Ultimate. But Logan died twice, I think, in Ultimate. Yes, correct. And, and then three times in 616. Because there's a nuke and the volcano. Yep. And then they're covered in adamantium. But it's comics, so there's always a chance. Right. Revivals, but that's what I'm saying. No, like, but you're asking how many right, who's died the most. I feel like I feel like fucking Ama- uh, Amazing Spider-Man 700 wasn't that long ago, which is mm. the last time Peter died. Bruce Wayne has died more times than Peter Parker. Yes, 
Holy well, you also mentioned fuck. something about Spider-Man never rebooting as much. Correct. Like it's still one, so maybe not many deaths in that one because it's still the same continuous story. No, but that's but what I'm saying is like his last death wasn't that long ago. Okay. Like it's frustrating that they're leading towards it again. Um, and what it was looks his last like, death. I'm sorry. Ama- um, Amazing Spider-Man 700. Just watch. They're gonna subvert your expectations with uh, Otto taking over Peter's body. And him sticking you're, Peter you're right. in you're right. Otto's you're right. dying body. You're right. Is this um, spoilers? Like, I don't know if I should be spoiler tagging this. I mean, it's this. like a very... It's it's fine. Okay. All um, right. That being said, uh, Miles Morales is getting two new suits, technically. A suit for cool. every day of the week. Well, he's getting an actual new suit, and there is a series of variant covers for uh, where all hero, a bunch of heroes are getting Captain America suits. Okay. And Miles' suit looks chef's kiss. So good. I, I don't know why when you said he got two suits, I'm like, it's one, but it's reversible. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the new Halloween movie trailer leaked. I'm, sorry, what? Halloween Kills. Halloween oh, Kills. Really? The trailer leaked early. We did not watch it. No, I, I haven't. My watched, choice. Found out about it. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna watch it. But I'm gonna watch the movie. Just not the no. Trailer, I don't know if record. I want to watch the trailer or not. Now I yeah. can think about it. If you're going to li- wait till we leave, because Halloween's not like when it's something new. I right. don't want to look at the trailer for. It, but Halloween, I know, so yeah. maybe. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and my last bit of news is apparently I don't know how confirmed this is, but apparently from the man himself, Tom Welling, is returning to the role of Smallville's Clark Kent, for an animated interpretation or an animated continuation. Of the original show. And I could not give a fuck. Uh, I thought that'd be up your alley. Why? Smallville has had its show. It's had a good long show. And then we had uh, the comics continue the story. I don't I don't think Tom Welling needs to go back to this. Personally, I've kind of soured on Tom Welling. Mostly because he doesn't want to be Superman. He doesn't want to wear the, the cape and stuff. All right, so I actually have Tom Welling on speed dial real quick, and I just want to get his reaction real quick. And yeah, do please do. Hold on. I'll fucking talk uh, shit to Tom, him. Uh, the dude doesn't like your whole deal with, with Smallville. Um, I don't know why. Rosenbaum was hold, the star hold on. of the show. Let me, let me put the if phone If Rosenbaum's up. voicing Lex, I'm in. Let me put the phone up to the thing. Oh, oh, somebody say. Somebody say. Really? Yeah. Wow. All what? of that for that. Yeah. For I pride. tried. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but see, my concern is, so one of my favorite parts of the CW, the Arrowverse crossover was was a crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, was small, they had Smallville Clark, and I kind of liked that ending for him. It was a bow tie. It was, but I kind of liked this ending where, like, that's it, Clark is happily ever after with Lois, and he doesn't have to worry about the super shit anymore. Yeah, he... And that felt like a good ending for Tom Welling, too. Right. So I'm wondering how this affects that. But... Another universe of small. <laughs> you guys look so frustrated about this new show. It, it, it is. Like, it, it's, it's a little... Is that, is that it, my man? Is that, that what I look like when I talk about Final Fantasy oh, VII? Oh, no. I yes. have one more piece huh. of news <laughs> that I have forgotten to talk about for two weeks in a row now. Hmm? We've finished recording the show, and I've been like, God damn it! I forgot! Oh? Uh, two weeks ago, Unreal, Eng- uh, Unreal had their launch event for Unreal Engine 5. Ooh. Fuck. And this is a big fucking deal, dude. I heard there's already a game working with yes. it, which is Forspoken yeah. from Square. Um, yeah. Unreal Engine 5, I think, is going to be a huge shakeup. 
in terms of putting real video game making tools in the hands of like your average guy. No, no, unreal tools for your average video game maker. It's a comedy podcast, James. I seriously consider. <laughs> Where the fuck do we say that in the intro? I seriously I, consider I, flipping this table. I think. I the think monitors, all of it. No, don't no, give a fuck. I think our genre is either comedy or hobbies. Definitely not both, because we're obviously not good <laughs> enough for it to be our hobbies. I mean, I've seen some of Unreal Engine 5. That shit looks tight. It's no the 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 way they're handling like in engine rendering, mm -hmm. so that like while you're making the thing, you're basically seeing the final product right there, is mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to sit there and like okay, I've designed this whole scene now let me render it for ten minutes before I know what it looks like. No, already in engine in you're getting like your lighting. You're getting all your textures loaded, all of that right there. You can literally drop in just mountains and it automatically adjusts textures. The way they're handling depth of field is fucking revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's pretty much going to eliminate texture pop. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. When that when that can like base on your system if it okay. So assuming it runs the way it should, it will reduce it'll get rid of texture pop. Right. Yes. But no, but that's just it. But even like even if you have a lesser system, uh-huh, it's still going to adjust based on your maximum. Right. So there but what I'm saying is there won't be a, a, any moment like it happens in Hunt all the time where you run up to a texture and then it suddenly goes pop high yeah. res. Yeah. That's not that doesn't happen. Hmm. The engine just doesn't work that way anymore. I thought that was something like the PS5 was hoping to get too, because uh, it's like it loads so quickly maybe. and whatnot. But, but yeah, that's, no, just that's it. amazing. This isn't actively loading new textures. Mm. Instead, it's modifying current textures. So it's actually changing as opposed to having like a low res texture and then your high res texture. Mm -hmm. No, it's actively modifying one texture to lower its resources. Okay, good. And that's awesome. That's going to make such a huge difference for, like, immersion, I think. I, I would love to see a sandbox game in Unreal 5, and then I will get intimate with it. Fair. Because that with the physics, that's where you can really get to know oh, the yeah. engine, you know? Absolutely. Without it being covered Point in other is, stuff. Point I'm, is, I'm very excited for what this means for, like, the indie game community. Yes. Because for those of you who don't know, Unreal Engine's business model is that it is free. Yes. Unreal Engine is free until you make a certain amount of money with it. As unreal as it mm. seems. And then at that point, they're like, okay, now you need to pay for the license. But that is... What is happening? My pun there? was horrible. I'm, I'm oh, okay, finger good. gunning myself. <laughs> but that right there does so much to eliminate the barrier between like indie game developer and like A plus right. game development mm. tools. Mm. So add in all the new features that they're adding with not only like what I talked about, they've also added like a face generator. Okay. You, there's literally a tool in, like, Unreal Engine where you don't have to model a whole new character face. They have an actual tool where it's, like, a character creator for, like, Skyrim. It's presets. But it's, like, it just has a ton of sliders, basically. Okay. So it's, like, Skyrim where you can, you know, slide your features around, but it's got, like, I don't know, something like 100 and some points Randomizer of for faces. Yeah. Okay. But, like, for anyone who just wants to make random NPCs for this game, this makes that a breeze. Like I said, I'm just very excited about the ease of access this provides. I think everyone will be a lot more excited with you when we have an example of a game. Sure. That's, no, I'm just saying, like, I think then we'll really get to see what you're talking about Absolutely. in action, for sure. But even the, my point is, like, even the prospects excite mm -hmm. me. 
That's good. No. And that is the end of my news. All right, real quick. Aliens Fireteam Elite has a release date. Okay. And that's probably the game that all of us are going to like. Even Cody. Shout outs to Robot Stone Age. Wait, he wanted to play it with us. That Aliens game? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that also by Gearbox or no? No. no. Okay, This good. is no Gearbox. All right. Because I would... Because Gearbox is there, I wouldn't buy it. No PTSD. But since no Gearbox, I will buy it. There you go. Okay. Uh, August 24th. Hopefully, it's going to be good. Hopefully, we could get off Hood by that point. Hood, not Hunt. Yeah. Um, hood and Hunt. Hunt and Hood. Uh, Bloodsport, in the most recent Suicide Squad trailer, has received a little bit of backlash. Uh, Bloodsport, Bloodshot, whatever his character's name is. <laughs> Idris Elba, Stringer Bell. He fucking shot... Superman with a kryptonite bullet and put him in the ICU and that's why he's in prison. So everyone on the internet reacted the same way I did mm. but we all forgot that that was his character's introduction in the John Byrne Man of Steel arc where he literally shot Clark with a, with a kryptonite bullet. I, I just Well don't... actually he, he put him uh -huh. under with a kryptonite needle and then was going to shoot him with a kryptonite bullet. Right. I, oh, but Jimmy Olsen stopped him therefore Clark was saved. I just, I find it ridiculous that this, like, I don't know, I find it kind of a weird thing, right? Because, like, I thought I saw Batman with a kryptonite grenade launcher in one of BBS, the movies. BBS, yes. Right? So, I mean, a bullet, is it really that different in comparison? No, because for me, it pisses me off because it ruins Tower of Babel arc, which is okay. where Batman has a plan to take out the entire Justice League, and that's literally a plan that he has that Ra's al Ghul stole from Batman to then take out the Justice League. Like he put a bomb on Flash that if he were to, it was speed. If he were to reach a, a speed underneath that, he would. Uh, that was a movie with a bus. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. 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 Where, where there was a bomb and you had to go a certain Magic speed. school bus. Yeah. That Miss, Miss Frizzle didn't fuck around, dude. I'm not <laughs> anyway, but I was corrected by Paul Anthony Yosas and Steve Maceda over at uh, Fan Freaks. They corrected me. And uh, lastly, the wait, wait, wait. Really yeah, I have quick. something on that too. But go ahead. Well, in reference to you, because I've talked at nauseum at this point, and how much the Batman Kryptonite grenade launcher pisses me off. I okay. And do you want to know what the difference is? What if you're Superman? You're probably not going to dodge a bullet, even if you hear it coming. He he can catch a bullet. That's no, he doesn't like his have to stick. catch a bullet though. But he can. But he doesn't have to. Okay. So my point is like if you were sh like if I were Superman uh -huh. and I hear someone shoots me from behind, I'm probably not going to dodge that because I don't have to. Oh, oh, you're saying because it wouldn't cuz bullets bounce off of me. Right. So I could see how you could surprise Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Uh-huh. Because it would ca he wouldn't think to dodge it. Okay. What I don't get is how does he not dodge a slow-moving kryptonite grenade launcher, uh -huh. especially when you've already hit him with it once? Sure. Clark was stupid. I would yeah. also probably, Clark was dumb. I have a feeling he would be able to tell the difference, at least hearing. I don't know. He's Superman. I always figured he'd at least do that. But here's the more important thing that uh -huh. I thought about. So Batman just is making the worst weapons because, like, he uses the grenade launcher. Yes. He tries using a spear. Uh-huh. But this other guy just found a kryptonite bullet? He made it. Yeah. But why didn't Batman make a kryptonite bullet? I don't know. He made man. a spear and a grenade launcher. BVS is stupid. All right. Leave I'm, it alone. I'm yeah. just saying it's curious to me. Um, that's all. <laughs> Xbox Series S, the digital yes. Xbox next uh -huh. gen, has released a dev kit. So if you were an indie maker, you can make your own games in there. And people have now allowed it because it just runs programs. 
have oh, nice. now allowed it to run emulation. <laughs> so oh my you, God, that's so funny. It is 100% okay to do. Microsoft even allows you the tools to do it. You can now retrofit your Xbox Series S to run literally any fucking game you want. I'm going to do research on this. That I'll sounds send too you the good link. to be true. I need to, I I'll need to look into this. I'll send you the this. link, yeah. but it's uh, it's 100% doable. You can fucking emulate uh, Super, Mar- Super Smash Brothers Brawl, as someone who Grand Theft Auto 3, whatever. As, as someone who has not supplied you with emulators, I need to look into that. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Honestly, this could get me to buy an Xbox. Okay. It's, it's super easy to do, apparently. Um, I actually found a video that took like 10 minutes. Stop looking at my list. I'm not looking at your list. And lastly, it's not even there anyway. Fuck you. Um, Lastly, the... Fuck. A little bit of DC news. DC is now hinting that Clark Superman is going to leave the Justice League. Oh, Oh. no. So... Okay, Omni-Man. We'll see what what he does now. And on that note, I got to go to the bathroom. What? Wait, well, don't For leave pride. us. We got We got to No. <laughs> Hold on. We're we got to using the hashtag. I know. You're making my hashtag so much Bro, worse. I've been holding it for like fucking 10 minutes. All right. Well, you know what? When we go come back, we're going to go ahead. Break. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to go ahead and come back with our all-stars LGBTQ plus characters in media. Hey, everyone. This is George, the Bone King, interrupting this transmission to tell you about the Fan Freaks podcast, the podcast where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. Check us out on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Hope to get freaky with you all very soon. Alrighty, and we're back. Well, the dude, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Were you safe? I I won, Dad. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally won. Very, very proud of you. Bro, legit, I was holding it in, man. I was, I, my kidney was bursting. All right. I have a feeling when he was talking about Unreal, he was just like, this Unreal, how much I got to piss. <laughs> oh, God, why'd I even invent piss? Okay. Uh-huh. Let's get to the show. Yes, welcome back, everyone. We are hoping, damn it, I did it again. We are going to be talking about our all-stars, LGBTQ plus so characters and media. About our ability to finish the show, he keeps yeah. saying we're hoping. I, I, we're, I'm hoping to. I, you know, I don't know. Everyone has to go pee. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I, far, only me. So far, we don't know. I might have to pee right now. I might be peeing right this second. You don't know. Either way, we're gonna get to our all stars LGBTQ plus. Yes, it is Pride Month, and uh, you know we've been we want to celebrate all the different characters who have been portrayed favorably because i'm sure there's a lot of representations and whatnot that are not really the best but we're hoping for this episode to highlight some of the better representations in media and how you should represent an lgbtq plus member in your movie tv show or game yes no music right i mean you can you can do a topic i was just trying to find a way to add david bowie (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, look. Here's the thing. You could probably say Ziggy Stardust because that's a creation of his. It's a, it's a, it's media, not just the creator of it. You know what I mean? Right. But what does Z- Ziggy Stardust do aside from music? Well, that's the whole. He's, well, David Bowie's a musician, dude. <laughs> he's also in me? Twin Peaks, bruh. Well, yes, Philip Jeffries is a very pivotal character <laughs> for sure. Anyway, it was nice to see. Who wants to start us off? I do. Oh. All right, so the dude, what do you got? No, I'm kidding. Go for it. Dr. Oh, Rude, go, go. Fuck him. Uh, I'm going to start off with one that I know is not a snipe. Okay. Because I know I'm the only one that cares as much. That's fair. Uh, but I'm going to start with uh, Korra, titular character of The Ooh. Legend of Tokora. I would have been mad if you didn't bring her up. Yeah. Actually, I need to 
to tell you, yes, uh, Kalani and Cody need to have you on because they have been beefing over who's had it harder, Ang or Cora. Oh my God, I'm ready for this conversation? <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so ready, bro. They have been bringing that up, and I'm I was listening to them. I'm like, oh, James is gonna be perfect for this. Oh. So ready for this conversation. I am so sorry to stop the flow of the show dead, but really quick, an All-Stars is where we bring a whole bunch of different <laughs> people from different walks of life and highlight them. Yeah, just in case With no particular rank. With no rank. So we'll be going one at a time, bringing up different characters. Sorry, I so, just felt like no, I needed it's to fine. say that. But one of the reasons I liked the way Legend of Korra did it so much, and this also opened the door for it to be done in She-Ra, Okay. Uh, but I think Korra definitely like set the tone for She-Ra because they do it in a similar way. Is that there is no like big huge moment where like Korra is like, oh, I'm suddenly by. Like there's no like. Uh huh. There's no transition. There's no like. It's not forced. Yeah. Oh, I just realized I'm into girls. No. Now, it's worth noting that if we just take this from the show. Technically, Korra's not by, because Nickelodeon didn't let them show it. So I, I have to wait, have I have a question about that. Wait, but go ahead. But thankfully, we do have the comic books that actively show that they are in a romantic relationship. Okay, no, but for the rules of this podcast, this episode, because uh-huh. I have a couple characters that I'm not sure if I can put in my list because games love to do this shit where they're they just set coded. up a good character. They're coded. They even have a good story set up in right. arc and then just totally walk it back at but the end. But nothing actually happens nothing. or they walk it back. So I don't know. I might have some people so who, like, I, I don't know. I have one of those in particular that I feel like needs to be talked about because I think she's important to setting up LGBT characters in, in media. Okay, but hold but, on. Wait. You, we'll get there. Time. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's why I liked Korra because it, it, it was it felt organic. And this is a, 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 an argument you hear a lot of people talk about that all of a sudden her and Asami like came out of nowhere. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's been like three seasons of them fighting and then bonding over like the reason they were fighting like they've been bonding for two and a half seasons now this didn't come out of nowhere no it's set up that's the whole point yeah. here it's not just a throwaway factoid exactly. after the fact Ty- uh fucking what's his face from resistance uh yeah and, and dj from operation raccoon city Mm. They actually retcon. They're like, oh, they're gay, by the way. It's like, ah. is there any any Why? purpose to that? No? Okay. But yeah, so I, I want to start my list off with Korra because, like I said, even though like there were other characters that have set like precedents for characters and media as a whole, uh-huh. I feel like Legend of Korra really did a lot for like bisexual characters in kids' cartoons. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, like that definitely was like Korra... Korra walked so that, like, She-Ra could run. And, bro, I would have killed when I was younger as someone who is, you know, in that field. I, like... I, the I Avatar. <laughs> the, as an Avatar, growing up, I would have loved something like that just to right. show that it's a little bit more normalized as yeah. a relationship for a kid's cartoon. No, I, I like agree. That. And like yes. I said, it, it it is aided by the fact that it's just her. That's just a fact of her life. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. love that. Absolutely the dude. Oh, I'm, I'm going next? I mean, yeah, I'm going to clockwise this bitch. I mean, you're closest. All right, so for me, <laughs> very close. Just to piggyback off that, I guess because it's a cartoon character. Uh huh. Big Gay Al from South Park. All right. Ooh. So while also being my boyfriend, <laughs> I I am aware of this, but like the thing with so okay, 
South Park and another character on my list, we have to have the same thing where they started out being horrible representations yes. and they became better yeah, ones. Yeah, because down Bigger the line. Longer Uncut was great. But because they they did it's weird because South Park, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they look at some of their older jokes and they go, eh, that didn't really age as well. And they do something with that sure. character. Yeah. So I can appreciate it in I'm assuming you're talking about like Post end, like towards the end, Big Gay Allen, not when he first came out. No, not when he first came out. The movie first where came he... out. First came out. We got it. Hashtag for pride. Go ahead. <laughs> not as funny as when you did. Fuck you. <laughs> but Big Gay Al during the movie Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, when he was like helping Kenny get over over stuff, uh-huh. you know. And later on, we should we even? I don't even know if I can. But Satan was a pretty good gay character. Saddam, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Something quick, about quick making thing, the devil gay just because. Mm, I don't know. But go ahead. In. Oh, I got Powerpuff Girls? No. Because I was no. also thinking about that. Shut up. Seriously? <laughs> Shut up. I'm going next. God damn it. Okay, but hold on. We're still talking about Big Gay Al. Okay. Uh, what's uh, the video game? Uh, Stick of Truth. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't played that. I have it. You can borrow it if you want. Um, don't you go into someone's butthole and fight gerbils? Oh, well, yeah, that's Lemmy Winks. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you also, like, fight a boss Whose under... Whose butthole is that? Mr. Slave. Maybe. Uh, Mr. Slaves, it's yeah. Mr. Slaves, uh-huh. Most, most likely. I actually don't remember. Yeah, Mr. Slaves Lemmy took Winks has all been in of a few. Paris Hilton up you, his ass. I was about to say, right. that's not where Lemmy Winks ended up, was uh-huh. not Mr. Slave. It was Paris Hilton, if you will right. recall. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my point is, like, I don't know, that's not great. What? I mean, I thought... The gerbil they... in the butthole trope. Well, the, even with Mr. Big Gay Al wasn't didn't no, have a gerbil. but even there. with Mr. Slave, oh no, later it was Stan's on, gay dog. What? That that's how that's, Big Gay Al was introduced with Red Rocket in the whole. Right. Yes, I yes, that's correct. But he uh, had a big he had a gay uh, zoo. Yeah, where he had gay animals, and, and he protected them. I this, but again, it did not age as well as later on when he actually has a committed relationship with Mr. Slave. Because no, Mr. S- no, Garrison had a relationship with right, Mr. and Slave. they broke up. Oh yeah, they did break up. Yes, because Mister Garrison is evil. <laughs> and then Garrison, person. and then Garrison transition. Garrison's a dishonorable mention yeah, on this list. Total dishonorable mention. We can't Fuck really put Mister Garrison. But I'm just saying, Not like Doctor Rude, Mister Slave, and Big Gay Al were bad in the beginning, and they got better and more respectable as time went on. Not by much, but, but they I'm got saying, better. Like, Stick of Truth wasn't that long ago, though. But I don't think that was in Mister Slave's ass. Uh, we're, we'd have to go back. I don't know. It might even be a spoiler for anyone who wants to play that game. Anyway, but anyway, uh, contentious first pick for contentious. me. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know what, Doctor Rude, I'll let you have it then, and I'll go to another one. But I want to talk about okay him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, let's go ahead and bring in uh, an easy one. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna say Iron Bull. Super fast. Yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yep. Dragon Age Inquisition. I, I I already brought him up before on like fictional crushes. And how he was kind of really the first like. You want to ride game. that bull? Oh, 100%, in many different ways. But like, it's. And George it was, can go more than eight seconds. That is correct. I've timed myself. Ten. Uh, <laughs> just don't tell him my record. Uh, but no, like, legit, I don't think I've ever had um, a character. And I mentioned this on Sexy Done Right as well. I don't know if you realize how much I like Iron Bull. No, we get it. Because, like, he was one of the I'll first I'll let Freddie Prince Jr. know. Don't worry. Seriously. And you know what? He was in Scooby Doo. Bringing it back. Yep. Anyway, either way. Um, he was one of the first game characters to really bring up, like, sexual behaviors and, and you know, kink play and yes. actual, like, relationships like that. And I that really floored me. So I really liked it in terms of representation. He was he's it. pansexual. He's a incubus. What is he? 
Uh, Draenei? Drown, drown, drown. Oh, Draenei's World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's the other thing with the horns. I thought he was an incubus. Incu- is he not? No. He's no? not. Like, the traditional sense of an incubus? Is he not? No. Oh, okay. No, he's just a warrior from the Kuar- Kuarin. Kuarin. Oh, Q-U-A-R-N. right. That's right, yeah. that's right, that's right. That's but either right. way, he's, he's a pansexual and he describes it beautifully. Yes. So either way. Next up. Well, let's go ahead and talk about him. Please, we need to. It's... Is Infernal Majesty? What? Is Infernal Majesty? Sure. Is that a thing? Do they call him that? His Infernal Majesty? That's clever. Sorry. Point is. No, that's a band. That's oh, yeah, that's right. That's what the band's oh acronym God, is. Oh, my God, that Infernal is Majesty. a band. That's right. With the heart logo Heartogram, yeah. I haven't thought about him in forever. Yeah. Holy shit, that blew Despite my the mind. Fact that, like, Bam Margera basically stole the heartogram Jesus. from his best friend. Um, anyway, yes, him. Him from the Powerpuff Girls. Great character. Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Technically, he's got no sexual orientation. He's very coded. Well, that's just it. I don't know that he is. No, I think he does have an orientation. Not not in terms of showing romanticism, but he's obviously shown more, uh, I don't know, personal, like, I guess getting touchy with more guys than females. I I'm don't thinking think of the same where they lick Professor Utonium's face. Sure, like- but I think that was more, I mean, sure. But where I think he fits better into this list than sexual orientation is gender identity. Okay, okay, yeah. Because he's definitely, like, an agendered character. Or but, ve- or at least his, very fluid. But yeah. his pronoun is him. Is it? His name is him. But that's just it. That's not his pronoun. That's his name. But they, they do call him a he. That's his pronoun. So maybe, maybe. he's just bending that kind of gender stereotype guess, where he can do whatever he wants. But the is there's still a level of fluidity to his, uh, to his that gender identity. That is correct. Here's yes. my question on the pick itself. Isn't it bad because he's a villain? Satan. It's also bad because he's Satan. That he's was not Satan. He's pretty much the no. devil. That's why they call him him and don't give him a name. Anyway, and I, so, well, so here's the thing, though. I have a anyway. Pro- well, what do you mean anyway? No, I'm trying you don't to get sound to very point. happy to see me. I get. To- I almost died back there. All you care about is that dead wife of yours. I've never wow. been more scared in my whole life. I know the whole scene by heart. Anyway, <laughs> you know the whole game. I know. <laughs> So I have a problem with the idea that, like, just because they're a villain means they're automatically a bad representation. Mm. I have a problem with that because that's also assuming that, like, all gay people have to be held to, like, like this weird, well, like, sense of morality. No, but there's like, also... Like, put on a pedestal type Yeah, of But exactly. there's also the fact that him is not, like, a brutal, ruthless asshole. Yeah, well, he it's has a, a kid's show. He has, exactly, that's my point. He has a quirky personality. Yes. It's it's more than just the, the villain coding. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, exactly that. And he's undeniably charismatic. He's a great father figure oh, what, to the what, Rowdy Rough Boys. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Uh, my, and, but my favorite quality, and especially in terms of like um, gender identity, is uh, the voice. Oh, yeah. I Again, like that performance. What? That performance. From is both voice stunning. actors. Both? There's two? Because if you hear, his, uh, the voice transitions from feminine to masculine throughout the series. And several times when he speaks, there's two voices speaking. Yo, okay. So I didn't know even that. though the, the uh, him's main voice actor is a man, uh huh, for moments like that where he's got both the feminine and masculine voice, there are two voice actors playing him. I really got it because now I know about audio design yeah. and shit. I kind of want to see how they pull that off. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he's a super fun character. Very fun. Undeniably fabulous. Straight up my favorite Powerpuff villain. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it straight well, out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still wanting to cosplay him. Ooh. 
But then, then you'd walk into the fucking con and be like, hey, nice Frankenfurter cosplay. And it's like, oh. I, it's all right. I've done that too. <laughs> oh, okay. The difference is red body paint. That's the only difference. And I guess you kind of have to do the little curl. Oh, and claws. claws. Lobster claws. Gotta give him the clamps. Why does he have lobster claws? What? I mean, d- does Satan have lobster no, claws? No, he does not. That's why I'm, I stand by that he's not Satan. He's, he's in lobster hell. Satan. He's in a burning hell. Lobster That's where Satan. he lives. Lobster Satan. <laughs> anyway... Dude, what you got? To piggyback off that, Dr. Frankenfurter's on my list. Nice! Fuck yes! He's the best! He's just as sweet. I can't finish it. What'd you do to Brad? Nothing. Why, should I have? <laughs> <laughs> best. Best lines. A fucking icon. I love him. He's so great. I love him to death. I wish I had the body for it. James already said that he's done it. But, yeah, Frankenfurter is obviously probably, like... I, I do, like if if you're good if you're gonna be my friend you have to at least like Rocky Horror. Well, if you don't like Rocky Horror, I'm not I don't sure want to associate myself. With yeah, you. I don't know. So <laughs> at all. And here's the thing that really you got to give Rocky Horror Picture Show credit for is that's like the first like openly like queer show. Because that show is undeniably like like that that there had to have been one or two. No, no, no. Two, hold on, hold like, on. Let me finish the I, fucking I'm not thought, Bone King. Getting everything away. I'm just saying there had to be one or two. But go ahead. No, yes. but this is the first one that got accepted on such a mass popular level. True, true. Like this is the first cult thing. Very. True. That was very centered around like queerism, and like queer culture. And it's so accepted. Which one came first, Pink Flamingos or Rocky Horror Picture Show? Ooh. See, because that's the whole thing I'm thinking. John Waters is the fucking market, had cornered the market on okay, this but, in the beginning, so I don't know. But Pink Flamingos has a really hard scene with dog doo-doo, man. It has a lot of hard scenes. That movie's really fucking rough in some areas, but it's it's still John a Waters classic, maybe, you yes, know? Yeah, uh, that was what he said. My point is, Dr. <laughs> I don't want to take that, uh, that away. So it's Pink, still a great yeah, one. Yeah, Pink Flamingos still... Uh, beats it by three years. I thought so. It looks but a little older. If you really, but it talks in terms of like staying power, like what has stayed in the cultural in the zeitgeist. Public cultures, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's Rocky Horror. I need That's you to understand, George. Every year when Dragon Con is going on, they do a shadow cast, yeah, shadow cast. of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Every mm-hmm. Halloween, AMC releases the film again in their theaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is uh, O Cinema down yep. here in uh, Miami Beach. They have it. It's one the of the most. It, by my house. It's one of the most uh, cultural films of all time. Where y- if you're in, you're in a hundred percent of the way. You're not tiptoeing. Because the point you're is, not, it, oh, I kind of. It's like not a it. show. It's an experience. And is the whole point. I wanna, it is. I, I want to say for the record for our listeners, we're not saying that all of these characters are without their problems. Well, some of these characters, but if they're a good character, they should have some problems. No, yeah. no, no. But like, <laughs> there is some problematic elements to the portrayal of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sure. That being agree. said, like context matters, and yes. at the time, this present, this presentation, this show, mm. did a lot for representation, and I think that's 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 uh, that should be applauded. Yeah, but I'd even go as far as to say, even in that sense, that the problematic bits are kind of skewed in a more fun more yeah. like he's enjoying his life exactly. it's not like a miserable like right. guy murdering people or yeah. something you know what i mean and to wrap it up don't dream it be it <laughs> uh i want to say to you really quick because you say you didn't have the body for it now i'm biased to bears of course but i'm saying you could pull it off why not i think no any- no no but i need a girt a- like adrian I- would be a good uh would be a good uh, rocky 
Oh, the golden. Uh, no, Eddie. Oh, no, sorry, not I think Rocky. you're trying to say Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah, but no, I disagree with that. I think Rocky Horror has started this thing where like it's all body positive. You see people of all like, body types cosplaying no, but these characters. Sure, but me, he'd be such a good Eddie. You know? <laughs> I know I, I was, would be a good Eddie, I but was. I want to be Frankenfurt for it, a concert. Like, like I was it would, Eddie. That's my dream weight loss goal: is to put on the fucking you know the wig and to have the beautiful lipstick. Do and just head. do my fucking nails and then do the platform <laughs> heels. I want to go head to toe. All right. That's all by far the hardest part. Makeup of, artists of the, out the, there, the you heard is, is fucking finding the heels in our sizes. Jesus Christ. All right. If you're listening out there, be sure to send all of your links to platform heels to Adrian Dooley. In a size. On what's, your, what's your men's shoe size? 11 and a half. So, yeah, same as me. So 13 and a half women's, please. Jesus Christ. 13 and a half women's? Where are you going to find the half? That sounds violent. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're moving on to mine? Yes, sir. Okay, uh-huh. so I'm trying to get all the quick ones out of the way, but you guys are getting big picks in there, big home runs. Sure. All right, so here's one really fast. Uh, tell me if this counts. If it doesn't, we can move on. Clyde and Sue from Pac-Man? <sighs> I don't count it. Why not? Because it's, it's it, not a character character. Is yeah, and it has Pac-Man no has no narrative. Well, like, to describe no it for those listening, the whole point is is that Pac-Man 1 and 2, the ghosts have names. The orange ghost is named Clyde. But in one of the other Pac-Man games that came out after it, I don't know if it's Miss Pac-Man or another one, they renamed the Clyde orange ghost to Sue and kept the sprite the same. So the idea was is Clyde became Sue. And nope. it, No? They're different characters. They're, well, I'm sure they changed it after nope. or something. They are different characters. <sighs> Fine. All right. Can I? I'll get another one. Okay. Fine. All right. Ready? Thelma and Louise. Do we see them together? Yeah. They kiss at the end. Oh. You no, guys seem less hands. enthused. No, no. no they I, held hands. Like, no, I don't they remember kiss, the kiss. And then I rewatched it for this episode. The no, ending. no, don't get me wrong. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I may be wrong. I love Thelma and Louise. It's a good pick. I, and and they, fucking that, Gina Davis even said, like, I know she didn't write the story, but she got the implication that if she had lived, she would have been les- a okay, lesbian. Like, to be fair, George Clooney also said that his Batman was homosexual. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, like- you're right. I don't know. We could take that with a grain of salt. But you know what? They do have feelings for each other. I don't know if the a- whole movie's about that. I will definitely grant you on the grounds of lesbian coding. But I don't think it's as overt as that. Like, I don't think a kiss is enough. But they but they literally have a moment at the end where they say, like, no, we choose each other. And they kiss, and they hold hands, and right. they do that. And the reason I'm coming, by the way, for all the people who are like, Bone King spoiling something, everything has spoiled the ending to Thelma and Louise. That is also true. Every fucking comedy show has done a fucking pun of driving off well, a cliff. Uh, Wayne's World did it! Yeah, <laughs> like, but Thelma and Louise is... If you haven't seen Thelma and Louise, you need to watch. It's Thelma a great and Louise. movie. It's a yes. fucking phenomenal, phenomenal, great film. That too. <laughs> um, go ahead, go for it, Doctor Rude. Uh, speaking, I already mentioned She-Ra. Uh-huh. Uh, so since I'm not going to talk about She-Ra and Catra, I am going to talk about another She-Ra character they introduced in the reboot series called Double Trouble. Double Trouble. Double Trouble is a changeling, a shapeshifter. Okay. And actively has no gender identity. Okay. And technically, well, they start off as a villain in the series, but then they kind of turn around at the end. Okay. Uh, but honestly, one of my favorite characters throughout the series. Mm-hmm. And they've actively influenced several of my D&D characters since then. Oh, okay. So it's inspiration as well. It, yeah. Like, honestly, I really liked this portrayal of, like, 
Well, A, I like that gender fluidity was innate to them because mm. they're a changeling. Right. So the idea, so nothing about gender was hard-coded into them. Wasn't Otto from Star Trek also the same way? No, Otto definitely presented as, as That's he, why I was thinking, but he's, he's, he's goo. He's Correct. primarily goo. Correct. <laughs> but he still presented as he, him. That's whereas true. Double Trouble actively presents as like gender ambiguous, gender non-binary. Yes. Okay. Um, and he's just a really fun character. I'll have to check it out. Uh, he's got that, you know, he's got a certain element of flamboyance to him but, mm-hmm. or to them. But uh, he's a really fun character. I enjoyed the way it's portrayed. And I like that he is like the definition of chaotic neutral. Okay. Like... His alignment is, or their alignment is them. Like they, yeah, they that's, that's are their loyalty. Neutral. So like once they see that, like oh, I think the good guys could win this. I'm gonna go ahead and back them up instead. Oh I'm here God. for that. I like it. What a coward! No, he's he, he. They know exactly what they're about, and I'm here for it. Okay. I like Double Trouble. Fair enough. What you got for me? I dude? got a. I guess I'm gonna do it. A twofer. Uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Probably right. the yes. the most. Like lauded best couple in sure. DC Comics. If this was like a yearbook, it'd be like most popular lesbian couple. Yeah, and it'd for be sure. Poison also Ivy and Harley Quinn. Best for each other. Sure. And I say that with all with a bunch of love. Like they're perfect Here's for each other. Here's my problem. What with and Harley talk- and Ivy? Yes. It's specifically with the cartoon version. Which cartoon? The the Harley Quinn the show. The oh, okay. One. I'm very upset at the way they used Kite Man as a plot device. Oh, as a cuck. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, if they would have just left him the way he was in the beginning of the series and it wouldn't have been this big thing. Kite Man? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm just like, what? So, so Kite Man is... No, hell yeah. We can't get no, into no, no, who no. Kite Man is. It, well, it matters, though. He's this D-level fucking uh, DC villain. Okay. But in the Harley Quinn show, him and Ivy have a relationship. Okay. So much so that they're about to get married. Right. And Ivy cheats. And the thing is, like, when you first meet Kite Man, you kind of hate him. Like, he's kind of a douchebag. Uh-huh. Hell yeah! Like, that's his kind of, his whole thing. He's a, he's a bro. He's, he's a Chad. He's a, Chad. He's he's a super Man? Chad. Sounds like it's Duff Man from yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, he's a Chad. Uh-huh. But then, throughout the series, you actually find out that he's a really nice guy. And he's actually really supportive of Ivy. And he's like... Like a ride or die type of dude, right? But and then Ivy cheats on him. I'm just going with the comics more than the show. I know, but and since this is the dude's choice, you have anything you want to say about Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn? No, I just always found that Ivy brought out the best in Harley. Yeah, Harley's obviously uh, the subject of a much abuse from Joker. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And I don't want to consider Ivy a rebound, but just really like it's possible to be better. And when those two are together, they can accomplish great things. And I would argue that Harley reminds Ivy that she's human. That too. Because Ivy separates herself from humanity a lot. That was my... I because didn't want to say it. she identifies as plant. Yeah, but that was my whole thing. Like, what's her end game? I, I understand they love each other, but, like, you do understand if you turn the whole world into nothing but trees, Harley has no city or anything so to again, do. So, again, like, that's why... But that, that yeah. happens in Injustice. Like, that's why when Harley breaks up with, with Ivy... It's a it's a very bad breakup, and then Ivy basically pulls the Doctor Manhattan. You broke up with me. I don't have any love for this world for humanity. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of this city world. Yeah, <laughs> teleports to plant uh, them. But yeah, so I'm I'm here for it. Your turn, Bone King. Okay, so I'm gonna say this one. It's a quick one. Um, it is Mitch Dowell from Paranorman. Oh, 
So okay. he, he's kind of this jocular character who kind of first starts out as just the driver for the preppy girl. Uh-huh. It, it's it's not it's a spoiler, but I mean it's it's a it's not a, really. It's also a very like no, out there but, pick. But I like this because of how they presented it. So the whole entire movie, the freaking um, popular girl is trying to work up the nerves to ask out the jock dude, mm-hmm. but she keeps getting nervous and doesn't get around to it. So right. the whole movie goes by, and I'm not gonna say what happens in the movie, but at the end she gets the courage to ask him out. And she goes, well, I was kind of hoping you'd watch this, you know, rom-com with me. And he goes, whoa, totally. My boyfriend loves chick flicks. That's so great. And the fact that, like, he was just his own character from that point, and then just it came up. And it worked. It wasn't forced. It 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 was was, organic. To be fair, it was for a joke, but it wasn't at the joke. Right. Like, it wasn't on the It wasn't at expense of the fact that he had a boyfriend. Yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. It wasn't at the expense of that. It was actually just a cute joke that made him go, oh, there's another dimension of this character. Which is kind of how I feel like it should be done. Not to where, like, you focus the whole character on it, but it becomes something, like, part of them, but not all of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, if I may... Uh, sure, yeah, I'm done with that one. I have another quick one. Okay. Because it's very similar. Go for it. Uh, Zulu in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek remakes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's literally, you only know he's gay because you see him meet up with his husband, they pick up their daughter, and they walk away together. Okay, because that is somewhat close to Disney's bullshit with pr- uh, passive progression as Red But it's not Media. passive. He gives them a kiss and they pick up their daughter. No, and I know. And they're holding each other while yeah. they What I'm walk. saying is because at the end of Beauty and the Beast, LeFou, or, uh-huh. they get like a random like hug right. scene at the end while everyone else is hugging yeah, each other. Yeah, it, but it's his husband though. He says it's, it's his husband. Better. No, I'm not saying it's not better. It is better. I'm just saying like it gets close there. I mean, I guess, but, but yeah. I like that it's it's not a plot point for his character. True. He just is gay uh-huh. and is also a pilot. Like they're not, it's not relevant to his story. Very fair. Because it, him being gay is not like an extraordinary feature. It's not a, uh, an impeding factor on his job. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. It's not relevant. So it doesn't come up. And Absolutely. I like that. That's it. I like the way they, it was just that simple. Absolutely. That's all it took. I, I have that. a not quick one. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Dr. Strangelove from Peace Walker. As a good example, though? Yeah, I mean, because of her, boss lives on. I actually did not get this. I did not play Peace Walker. Oh. Okay, first of all, I understand. Second of all, <laughs> no. they they also explain it in the tapes they of do. five. Right, and I did not touch those. Um, but What the fuck? I was listening to 80s jams. What the fuck you think I'm listening to? The story, man. detail revealed throughout the series, but okay. Anyway, but no, um, Peace Walker, I have it. 1080p, 60 frames. I have no reason why I should not be playing this game. Agreed. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. I anyway. know. Oh, I know. Go ahead. Um, but I, I don't... What exactly did she do wrong for the boss? Yes. I mean, she's a bad wife to Hal, but... F- I mean... Not Hal. But everyone but is bad to Huey. Hal. No, Huey. 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 But fuck Huey. Huey's a piece of shit. Huey regardless. is a piece of shit. Like, 100%. It's true. That was very harmonized, by the way. I liked it. No, yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I guess you're right. Yeah, fine. Thank you. I guess I thought that was going to be longer. But yeah, Dr. Strangelove is a character. She's responsible for, I guess, Salahanthropus and uh, Metal Gear and Peace Walker. Salahanthropus, Metal Gear and Peace Walker, and all the AIs, basically. Yeah, I mean, because of her, yeah. And she gave us the boss back from Metal Gear Solid 3. Spoilers all around. Yes. Wow. But, 
now. But uh, but yeah. And also, like this is my Ooh. favorite part is she's definitely responsible for filling the biggest plot hole throughout the series, which I appreciate. Did you guys not just hear Owen Wilson? He was like right here two oh, seconds ago. God, George. Now I'll watch Loki. Go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll watch it finally. Uh, me, me up next. Yeah. yeah, I have other ones that I feel like are gonna cross into yours, so I haven't done them yet to give you guys them yet. All right, to give you guys okay. a chance. I'm pretty sure you don't have mine. So here's one that's a little bit of a super deep pull, but I got it because I listened to a D and D session, and I just loved this idea because I don't see this happen in fiction a lot. So there's something called the Sacred Band of Stepsons, and it's from a book series called Thieves World. Okay. Are you aware of Thieves World? I'm no. looking at Doctor Rude. Okay, it's kind of one of those. Um, oh God, it's it's a book series that multiple authors can contribute to. Okay. They all share the world, yes. but create stories in the world. Okay. And one of them involves the Sacred Band of Stepsons, which is essentially this like hitman army uh-huh. that is comprised of lovers, homosexual lovers. Okay. So Spartans. 100%. Got it. It's exactly where I was going for. So that's the idea of the Spartan kind of, I'm fighting with my lover. Right. So we work in tandem as a two-person, one-unit squad. You know what I mean? What? Nothing. Your Sorry, Digimon guys. is my... dying. No, he's evolving, actually. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. Look. Pre- quick, hold down B. Hold down did... B. No, I want him to evolve to Agumon. Fuck Not you. right now. We're doing a show. It's Agumon. <laughs> oh. Hey, Agumon. Sorry, guys. I got Agumon right here on, uh, cam- on, on camera. <laughs> no, there is a camera. You just don't know about it. Um, but yeah, no. So anyway, it's bringing apart, you know, Aww. that idea. Focus on the, the gay Spartans. Sorry. For pride. Uh-huh. Hashtag for pride. Anyway, yes. Any, this, was, was good. this was a factor, or, or this was a situation where they worked in that concept into a, a fictional medium, and they didn't really lower them because they were homosexual. Like, they didn't degrade them as, oh, they're a lesser form. They're actually, like, a very high-grade assassination right. squad. So I just really like that idea of working that into their actual powers, too. Because I know we just talked about, like, yeah, you can have it be a, an aspect of their character, but not at all about them. But then if you're world building and it's an army, like, it feels a little bit more deserving than this one character's one thing is that he's gay. You know what I mean? This actually works into their battle style and you're fighting with your lover. It's a cool concept. But it's a a group of people. Yeah, it's an army. And they're all gay? I think, because again, this is a, a series that's, like, written by multiple authors. I think they threw in some heterosexual characters. But the idea is I think, like, most of them are pan. If not, you know, they're into who they're fighting with. Right. Got is it. the point. Uh, but yeah, that, um, the, the fucking Sacred Stepsons from Thieves' World. Okay, so we've kind of established as a rule that we're kind of avoiding gay-coded characters because we want characters that are explicitly gay in their... Well, yeah, we only want sugar-coded. <laughs> well, you know, with your Coded. Daddy, like, Dead. Co-dad. Uh, but I feel like we can't talk about like LGBTQ characters in media without talking about Xena, Warrior Princess. Definitely. I know you were not because, sure, but... Well, because here's the thing. Because in the series, she's never overtly with a woman. That being said, the only reason that's true is because of studio intervention and the time that the, 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 that the, the show was I And made. remember, I brought this up earlier. Because both the actress that, play, that have played Xena uh, and Gabrielle uh-huh. and the show's creator have all actively said that in our minds... Xena is bisexual. 
Yeah, and I feel like in my mind, I always picture her with that lady. I don't remember Gabrielle. her name. Gabrielle. So, like, it, it was definitely in the show. Like, that, So, they're just really good friends. Oh, shut it's up. Almost, it's almost like changing uh, Sailor Uranus and was, Neptune yeah, to cousins. To cousins. That's what it feels like. It feels like a weird translation <laughs> Because you're thing. watching it and going... Friends? American audiences really? wouldn't understand. It's written by fucking Americans. Um, <laughs> like, but yeah, uh, like Xena uh, definitely set like a precedent. Like it's ex- something I said earlier. Xena walked so that future characters could run. There's another character that I know is going to come up on this list uh-huh. that I know that the reason that character was possible is because of a precedent set by Xena Warrior Princess. Like Xena uh-huh. and Gabrielle's relationship is a wholesome okay they are clearly like ride or die for each other which Mm -hmm. i love and they clearly have love for each other supportive yeah Yeah. so it's unfortunate that the only reason that like it's almost like in universe there was an external force keeping them apart yeah no (laughs) and i remember i brought this up earlier there's characters that like the publishers actively 180 it that they don't that's exactly the same situation Where it's like, we had this set up, but you worked it back for no reason. And that is why, my friends, Kanji and Naoto will not be on my All-Stars. Mm. Just straight up saying it now because yeah. of that bullshit. So I feel like Xena deserves her place of pride <laughs> nah. uh, on our All-Stars list because, like, it mattered. Like, you can it, tell it, he was proud of that joke. He was. Uh, uh. <laughs> but they, she, Xena definitely pushed a boundary. That made it possible for other shows to break that boundary. 100%. And, uh, yeah, I think that deserves a place. Definitely. And I think, to piggyback off that, I think I know who you're referencing. I'm just going to say it now. Maybe it. maybe George has it, but... Oh? Willow and Tara from Buffy. Yes. Sorry. No, no it w- wasn't something... I, I just knew that was one that you guys would bring up, yeah. I would argue that Tara is a better example than Willow is. Why? Oh, well, Willow first started with a guy. And, and then, also, uh, Willow actively manipulates Tara's memories. I mean, so she isn't that great. Problem. Yeah. Wait, she B- isn't Buffy, that great. Buffy gets with uh, with Willow? No. Who gets with Willow? Tara. Tara. That's a, I never saw that pairing of the short the short little Willow. You're wow. such a turd. I actually You're love Willow. Such a turd. I love that name movie. association. That was my You're joke. I'm sorry, but yes, that is a very good choice. Um, so yes, that's who I was talking about. That Zena walked so that Willow could run. And let's be honest. Thank God for that. Yeah, because it Willow got extens- uh, uh, in, uh immediately better. Yeah, uh, as soon as she came out and she was with Tara. Yes, she did do some scummy shit, but uh-huh. Tara was actually a really good yes. uh, pairing. And uh, spoilers, when a certain thing happened to Tara and Willow became Poison Ivy, essentially. One of my favorite, uh, it also is responsible for one of my favorite musical puns. In the, uh, Once, the musical more, episode. Once More With Feeling, the musical episode, they sing a song to each other. And the lyric is, you make me complete. <laughs> and it, it's, 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 it is, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, to you, sir. Alrighty. So, uh, I have like very few left and they're going to start getting into ones that I thought you guys would pick. Okay. So go here we go. It. Uh, I have one more. That's not something you guys would pick. You want me I've to do that one first? I've got five more. Go. We, we, oh, no, we'd I have to we'll rapid go. fire something. Anyway, we'll start with this. Um, Villanelle from Killing Eve. Okay. Like, I know she's kind of sadistic and horrible yeah i have no idea who this Awful. is but it's such an interesting character i 
But I don't not know. good representation, Bone uh, King. I think it's a fun character, but all right, we won't go with that Who, one. All who's, right. who's, She's in, in Killing Eve, this character is just, you can't stop looking at her. She's like, this actress is phenomenal. And you get the idea. She is literally, like, obsessed with Eve. But, you know, we're not going to do that because there is kind of like a sadistic aspect. I think she's a fun character, but all right. Moving on. Since the dude hasn't said it yet, Denise from Twin Peaks. I left it to you, bud. You showed me the show. I thought I was trying to give you ones. You know, you were just watching it. So I figured like you would have done it. No, no. That was the first thing that you and I talked about on Twin Peaks. As soon as I saw her, David Duchovny. David. Trans. Head of the FBI. Oh. No, seriously. Wait, no, said- no. He's a DEA agent in Twin oh, Peaks. Oh, okay. Oh, mm, sorry. Something else. Uh, anyway, <gasps> uh, moving on. But yeah. You dick. It's not that big of a plot point. Relax. But yes. That's funny. As long as I get Denise. Such a great trans character, bro. Absolutely. Such a, I was all in. I was like, fuck yeah. And I'm sorry. Also, I am- David can knock it in a dress, bro. Okay. I, okay, hold on. All right. Yes, I agree. This is one of the best representations of a trans character, especially for the time period of when it came out in 1991. Yeah. And the introduction of Denise has got to be one of my most favorite scenes in the entire show. Yeah, because they build it up for like 10 minutes where it's just like, yeah, my friend Dennis, he's, yeah. a, he's a great guy. Dennis, he's a great Cooper guy. We work know. together on this you know? Cooper hasn't seen them in a long time, so he's just like, yo, my best friend, I've known them forever, they're a great, you know, they're a hard worker, and then when she shows up, like, Dennis, my friend, and she goes, it's Denise, and she, he goes, okay. Not only that, Lynch does the great uh, thing that they always do for women, like the hot women come in from the, uh, yeah, the, the, leg the up pan, shot. the tilt, Every from bottom to top, it, yes. and just goes, it's Denise, Coop. But, but the simple, okay. Just confirmation. It wasn't a what whole plot episode where we got a no. It was just totally fine. The natural way. What does Coop do? He's a bro. He doesn't fucking dead name, and he doesn't fucking misgender. Not at all. He he gets it fast. So by the way, on the topic of dead naming, just really quick, this is technically more news than anything else. But uh, we just got the 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 Mass Effect Legendary Collection. Yes. So back in when Mass Effect was in production. There was a member of their team who was, who still had their, who was a male, or was presenting as male at the time. They hadn't uh, come out yet. Okay. They had left uh, Bioware. They weren't working there anymore. But since the release of Mass Effect 2 to the Legendary Edition, they've come out as trans. Without any intervention, Bioware changed their name in the credit. To their current, to their name, to their Hats actual off, name. Bioware. That's nice of Bioware. Good now shit. back to Denise. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, just think, I just think that's really cool that like it no one cool. prompted them to do that. You no, know? yeah. And she and they she didn't even work for the company anymore. That is it really was cool just they were aware they had transitioned. They made sure that change was was noted. But I that's almost cool. guarantee that's a Bioware thing. EA wouldn't have given a shit. Sure. No, yeah, that's I'm, absolutely I'm just a bi- props no. for Bioware. Is 100% the whole point. That was Bioware. But move back Sorry, to Denise really quick because I do want to bring up Denise in the return yes denise is in the return thank you but i know that makes me happy no that makes me happy because she's a great great character i like her a lot so like the one thing is and i swear i kind of am thinking of having it tattooed it's it's a line that david lynch says to denise where it's like um back then with all of your your friend agents those clown comics back at the bureau they were all making jokes and i told them to fix their hearts or die 
And 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 Denise is like, I know, uh, Gordon, and I will be eternally grateful for that. But like that that line, fix, fix your, your heart or, or die. die. It just, it resonated with me so much. And there's so much spite in his voice. Like, he he's so pissed that people don't understand that this is how people feel. That it's normal, that it's a natural thing and not a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, I guess other people in the Bureau were making. Yes. So I just love how he just says it with such spite. Fix their hearts or die. Like, he's just pissed. Yeah. And I love him. Love right. David Lynch for that. I feel like, and I don't think either of you watched the show, but I feel like we can't talk about transgendered characters without without talking about Sophia Bursett in Orange is the New Black. Oh, I people keep Orange telling me to watch the show. I haven't watched it. Fucking Kate Mulgrew's in it, and I yes. love her. So that's why I watched it. Uh-huh. Because Miss Fortune was watching the show, mm. and at this point I had avoided it like the plague. Okay. But Any particular reason? Any particular just, plague? <laughs> well yeah, there's like that, that meme that's going around the internet like we need to stop using that phrase because it turns out people don't do that avoid the plague oh <laughs> god um, it just it seemed very like overly dram- it seemed kind of soap opery. oh so it wasn't for me but hmm. then we're sitting there wa- uh, we're, well, she's watching and I was on my phone or drawing on my tablet or something and I can hear someone speaking in a Russian accent however Despite that Russian accent, I'm like, Captain Janeway? And sure as shit, it's fucking Captain Janeway. Her voice so, is unmistakable. Yeah, so yeah. that caused me to go back and watch the whole series because Captain Janeway is my captain. But uh, Laverne Cox... She's my space pirate, my friend, but continue. <laughs> uh, Laverne Cox plays Sophia Brissett. Okay. A male-to-female transgendered prisoner. <gasps> oh, I know this character! Yeah, yeah she's awesome! She put, she's incredible. She was the fucking new Dr. Frankenfurter in the yes. recent. Yes, sorry. She was. Yes. Um, but and it, it goes through a lot of problems that transgendered people face in the prison system. Mm. Denied access to their hormones. Uh, unfair treatment. You know, all kinds dead of things. Dead naming. Yeah, dead naming. All that stuff. Yeah, no, seriously. And, dude, the creators of this show got so lucky. Because... Throughout the show, every character gets, uh, like, flashback scenes. Okay. But how do you get a flashback scene for a transgendered character when the actor is fully transitioned? Right. They have a twin brother. Oh, that's that's handy. Sh- uh, uh, <laughs> Honestly, lo- I would have just said stunt double, but I no, mean, that works Laverne too. No, Laverne Cox has an identical twin brother who is uh, cis male. That's so handy. they literally just like he's never acted before, but Laverne was like, "Can you do me this favor? Like, we'll, we'll give you no lines." And You're no, to- no I'm ha- just kidding. But like, and yeah. it turns out he actually did a great job. Good for him. And so I liked the way that worked out. Like it was re- just it worked out great for production. But uh, yeah, I think like recent transgendered characters like they're a big one because that was such a popular show. No, absolutely. Uh, speaking on popular shows, I got a little wire pick. Omar Little, which is, um, he is a thief of drug dealers. He steals exclusively from drug dealers, like their money and stuff. And throughout the show, he is feared and loved because he protects the community. Uh, He demands a lot of respect and he is 100% fully homosexual. And obviously people, you know, his enemies use it against him. His enemies use it against him, but still, uh, you know, with 
you know, slurs and, and of that nature. But motherfucker, when you hear that whistle, But Omar coming, y'all. He gets respect from the entire street. That is not his last name. Omar Little? No, it's not coming. I, I heard coming, y'all, and I went, no. no that's yeah, it. that's when everybody's like running away because yeah. Omar coming, y'all. Oh, it's okay. C O M I N G. All right. I was about to say, that's impressive. Um, Continue. But yeah, love the character. Um, actually, he was in Lovecraft Country playing another. Um, who the fuck is he in Lovecraft Country? The dad of uh, the main guy. I forgot his oh, name. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot the character's name. Me though. too. It's fine. Um, uh, I can't remember. Go ahead. Go. Me next? Okay. So um, I'm trying to go fast. Sorry. Here's a, No, it's fine. So am I. Uh, so here's one that I'm going to go ahead. It's a quick one. It's one that since I took one from the dude, here's one that I'm taking from Dr. Root and surprised he didn't. Oh. Uh, Senor Constantine. Oh, sure. Slash yeah. by extension, Killer Shark. Right. <laughs> King Shark, say the fucking King name shark, right. Yeah. Fine, King Shark. Yes, you're absolutely yeah, right. Not, Which is you're, you're getting confused with Killer Croc. Giant sharks, I'm so sorry. Croc isn't no, a shark. No, but there is. Isn't there a Killer Shark, no, too? It's no, it's, it's, it's Killer King Croc, shark. King Shark. All right, well, whatever. Big, big uh, anthro guys. Big I'm 100% anthro on board. Guy, yes. yes. So that's the more important pick, but I thought for sure you would have picked Constantine, because I, I like him as a representation of LGBT, because... Yes. <sighs> all right. So there's a tendency, and I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible, to write gay characters in one personality and one personality alone. And that personality, there's nothing wrong with it. But there are so many different kinds of gay people out there. Well, it's because gay becomes their personality. Like, that is... Yes. It's the thing that defines the character. Oh, my God. In Japan, we were talking about earlier, being gay is like a comedic personality. It becomes like comedic relief if you're gay, and that's it. But that's my whole point. I like the fact that Constantine is himself. He's not really, like, written as an archetype. And it's kind of, like, surprising to know the yeah, kind of he's, people he's been. I think he's pan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he'll fuck anything. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I mean, if he likes it. I don't know. I don't know what he's like in the comics. Either way. No, no, no. I know, he's I like that like, in the comics. Yeah. I like King Shark a lot. King Shark is fucking So amazing. I know he has good also, taste. Also, question for both of you gentlemen. King Shark. When you think of King Shark, do you think of the Great White Head or the Hammerhead? I like the Great White Head more. Me too. Haven't I don't focused, like Hammerhead King Shark. Haven't focused above the waist. Wow. Sorry. Also, I like the new like standard for King Shark mm-hmm. where he's like bigger in the middle. Yes, as oh, do I. Oh, with a gut. More yeah, of a because gut. Because before he's always been like super, like almost Hulk-like body type. Yeah. But now they give him like... I agree. I, I like it. A little Not, bit of cushion. I agree. Yeah, but I like it just because, like, it's different and, like, that's still what strong people look like. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, He's I'm got a, he got a bodybuilder endomorph build. Yeah. Moving on. Go ahead. We're going quick through these. Can we, can we do it? Can we just, just for a little bit before we end with a couple more that we go into detail on? Can we do, like, a lightning round where we just do names? The Yeah, I would like to do that. I'm pretty much almost done, yeah. The ones that I have left are quick. Uh, Most of the cast of Pose... Fantastic uh, character, a lot of them anyway. Fantastic characters for the community and accurate representations, which I like. I don't like the writing, but I I agree with your assessment. Yes, Renee Montoya. I mean, uh, she's the question. Yep. She was a cop and she was dating uh, Catherine Kane. Uh, Fuck you, DC Comics. Let them marry. Yep. Emil from Near. Okay. Can't say anything else. Okay. They are spoilers. Uh, (laughs) Pidge from the uh, Voltron reboot. 
a oh, character yeah. who was originally male, like uh, cis male in the original series, was made transgendered in the uh, in the in the reboot. In the reboot, yeah, yeah which nice, is nice, nice. Todd Chavez, uh, Chavez, Chavez, Chavez from BoJack Horseman came out as asexual. Um, Which is a rarity. Not a lot of characters even. Yep. Not only that, he gets into an asexual relationship, and you see how that works. And honestly, I don't personally like the character. I I always thought I I, I hated it. He was the Family Guy part of the of the serious part. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He was the oh I'm gonna do wacky stuff. I and he that even was the Labrador. It. Huh? I thought that was the Labrador. No. What is this, a crossover episode? Yes, he does those jokes, but Todd is always like, hey, Todd, oh, it's always nice to be included in someone's sentence. Like, he'll say <laughs> shit like that, and I'm like, really, bro? Um, oh, my God. Oh, me up next. Okay, so uh, Killer7, Kevin. Okay. Can't say why. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nia Null, uh, Dreamweaver on Supergirl. Oh, okay. Oh, Tra- wait, that's a... Transgendered super, uh, superhero played by a transgendered actress. Yeah, nice. Rockin'. And did a great job at it. Good job. Brandon St. Randy from Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Oh! I will be your Sherpa up the mountain <laughs> of gayness. You better you, shut your mouth or I'm gonna you fuck got it. so close to the microphone that's on that. so funny, though. <laughs> uh, all right, so my last... Well, second to last one. And I got one, one more and that's it. Perfect. You got one more? I mean, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you do. All right. No, I mean, I have a lot more than one more, but carry on. So my second to last pick is Erica from Catherine, and I do have to talk about this one a little okay. bit. Okay. Only because I think this is a good representation, but I hate the way your group of friends talk about her. Right. Like, your friends are assholes, but overall, she's making well for herself. She finds love, she's got a career, and she's doing things the way she wants to. That's why I like Erica. And and I can't, I mean, it is a spoiler, I guess. No, fuck it. No, it's not really that big of a spoiler at the end. It's fine. She is trans. And the game hints at that for the entire thing that, like, Erica had a moment where she went off the radar and didn't talk to anybody, and you learn it's because they were transitioning. Which is fine, and I like that, and it works really well because she finds love with another character, but your characters are such assholes about it. They're like, no, you don't want to talk to her. She's got her own thing going on. It's like, fuck you, dude. You don't need to be like that. But overall, it's a good character. So is this where we're wrapping up then? Is this our last one? This is my final one, at least for me. I mean, do do you, man. I got one more. If you want to just spout it out quick... It's fine. I'll just end it with uh, Rosa Diaz, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I honestly thought you were going to go with the captain. Oh. Well, there's so many more for me to talk about, dude. Because I'm honestly like Captain Jack from Doctor Who. Like, there's so many fucking characters. But no, I want to end it with Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The show has to end at some point, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I just, again, it's that thing where, like... No, the captain of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the guy. Yes, I know. Uh, Holt. Yeah, Lou Holt. Yes, but see, he is, like, his homosexuality, don't get me wrong, there's some very serious episodes surrounding his homosexuality, especially him being a homosexual black man. Right. But it's played up a little bit more for laughs, only because him and his partner are both such comedic characters. Yeah. Um, But meanwhile, Rosa Diaz, like, she, like, throughout the show, struggles with coming out as bisexual. Uh Uh-huh has, you know, the struggles that some people have in bisexual relationships. Mm. Like, it's 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 very, like, like I swear, like, I know Rosa. Like, I know that girl. <laughs> That's I fair. don't know a Captain Holt. That's my right. point. 
I do know a Rosa Diaz. I know a Captain Holt, my boyfriend. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. No. No, no, no. I have no. to watch the show, but I've seen some gifts, and I'm like, I could see Al doing this. But, uh, but yeah, and I, I, I like the way it was handled, uh, and I like the fact that it was also cathartic for the actress. Hmm. Oh, she's also. She's also bisexual. Oh, that's great. Two for- and struggled with coming out, but playing Rosa kind of empowered her. Okay, badass. And to bring it all the way down, Andrew Beckett from the movie Philadelphia, where wow. Tom Hanks won one of his Oscars. He played a lawyer who was homosexual and then gets HIV and then oh. gets fired for uh, for being gay. He sues for wrongful termination, mm-hmm. wins, still dies at the end. But still an amazing film. Please watch Philadelphia. Tom Hanks is a fucking masterclass actor. Also, this is one of Denzel Washington's like first roles, and he plays a great lawyer. Hmm. Okay. I like it. Uh, so this last one is going to piss some people off, but I'm ending it strong. I had a really good list of all my other ones, but uh-huh. here's my, my last one. Uh, Bowser, Super Mario. I don't no, give a fuck. I don't no, give a fuck. No. I don't give a fuck. Where, I don't give where a fuck. is the canonicity? Where? The internet. No, George. <laughs> no. Canceled. Why are you canceling me, You're bro? Fired. Don't cancel me, bro. No. You okay. Can't fire him. We can't find a better editor. He, he'll stay that way in my mind. That's correct. <laughs> Bowser's gay as long as I edit this show. <laughs> in Fan Freaks canon. <laughs> if you want a real one, is my last one Harvey Milk. But that's a real person. But it was a movie. He was in a movie. But he got to use the sniper from the fucking last gate thingy. Ah. Uh. Enemy at the gates. Thank you. Okay, then last in that case, Alan Turing. I, fuck all of you. I go back to Bowser. Fuck it. I don't know. David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> Suck a dick, dumb shit. Anyway, anyway. Freaks, if you can think of any great representations of LGBTQ uh, plus characters in media, please make sure to hit us up on our on our, our Twitter. That's F A N F R E E K S. You can also find us uh, with that same name on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you can find us at our individual social medias. I am. At Doctor, that's D-R, Rude, M-D. At Agent Doodliness on Twitter. And I am at Bone King TV on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. And we'd also like to go ahead and take this time to shout out to the people that we know listen in every week. Yes, uh, indeed. I wanna, again, we, we cannot tell you how much it means to us knowing that you guys are out there. That we're not just speaking into the void. I was, as I said before, like we're just screaming in this void, and uh-huh. sometimes we get signs of life, and it's like, oh, there are signs of life out there. Yeah. It's like finding uh, so, aliens. Uh, we gotta re- we gotta shout We're out to our you boys, mm-hmm. Jeff, Justin, uh, Scott. Thank you guys so much for listening. My sister Cheyenne. I know there's a few points in this episode that matter a lot to her, uh, so I'm very happy. Uh, and uh, Dante, who listens in. Uh, nice. I also want to go ahead and shout out to some of the boners out there, Beefy and Tara. How you doing? That's fine. Oh. Hey, it's already cu- it's a routine by this I point, know. so I I allow it. Um. First things first, I want to give a shout out to Gay Gaming. They give a shout out to us yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shout out to Lindsay Misleading, you call her? 100%. Well, I just know her as the resident Zatanna Zatara of Fan Freaks. Uh, <laughs> I got a special inclusion for the shout outs, but we're going to dub this a special fuck you from the bottom of our hearts. Jesus Valentine, you piece of shit. <laughs> and here I thought for sure for that was going birthday, to Cody. Do you know what he did? Uh-huh. Do you know what he did? Tell him. Tell him, tell him, Doctor Rude. What? I refuse to rewatch 
uh, F Full Metal Alchemist, the, mm-hmm. the specific scenes from Full Metal Alchemist, you know what scenes those are. Sure. It's the Chow Tucker scenes. It's okay. Yeah, it's no, it's bad, but, but it's not. No, like, for okay. me, like it really does upset me. It, I I get actually upset by it. It's weird. I just when I think of like some like hereditary, that gets me upset. Sure. Versus something like okay, this. But, but go the ahead. point is, for my first off, for I've your ye- point, yes, I've yelled at this guy several times for the bullshit memes he's posted. Uh-huh. And for my fucking birthday, which he, was on Father's Day, which was on Father's Day, uh-huh. he posts a card surrounding that specific scene and sending it to him privately it was uh-huh. through messenger see this gives me an idea for your next so, yeah, birthday fuck you jesus for your next birthday i'm sending you like a picture of a fetus singing happy birthday or something that because that's your that, other thing yeah that you're... But that's almost funny this <laughs> is not um <laughs> also actually made me laugh so uh, it's funny. shout out to nicholas uretic yep and uh robot stone age crew cody cj kaylani love to have you on more i wish we could be on but you don't invite. What? Oh, God. That's a great picture. I like it. <laughs> and congratulations on your special episode, uh, Cody, by the way, for Robots Don't Age. We were yeah, checking it out. Yeah, he talked about us. Yeah. He, he actually listened to the four-hour edition of Village. Yeah, Jesus. and he actually recommended that if you don't want to play the game, just listen to our <laughs> podcast. And I was like, yeah, kind of. So thank it's you. It's almost a speed oh, run. It's um, al- well, speed is not, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> we talked earlier about not adding musicians, but in my All-Stars, I was going to include Bone King TV and Gay Gaming. We're not musicians. No, but you're, you're streamers, and the same argument is made. You're both gay, but... I wanted to include you in my all-stars. I Aww. Well, I don't think I'm anything of an all-star, but I appreciate that. Well, all right. You're an all-star with that mouth. Well, I mean, you don't speak lies. <laughs> you don't speak lies. Tell me lies. So moving on to my shout-outs, we got Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, or I guess since she's Zatanna, it's Gnadial Sim. Wow. A- yes? Wow. I, like I take back everything I said. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, Azumi Chenmaru, CJ the DJ, and Boogle. We love y'all very much, and we really do appreciate you checking out and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all we've got. I'm, I'm very happy we're able to do this episode. Squeeze it by right before uh, Pride Month ended. Indeed. Hashtag yeah. for Pride. Hashtag, Hashtag for, for pride. pride. For the Pride. What? It's not the horde, George. No, it's trying to be like like a fucking or hot, the Borg for that matter. Fu- hot fuzz. They've adapted. Oh. The gays have adapted. <laughs> the Borg. That's great. But no, like like in Hot Fuzz, where it's like I know the greater good for the greater gay. <laughs> <laughs> the greater gay.